0: Eleven o'clock comics, episode one (laughs) hundred and forty four. Dap of the jungle,
1: (laughs) third
2: annual. That's right.
1: Pretty
3: soon it, it, it still doesn't know
0: that Pretty soon David's gonna kick into diva mode, we're gonna wake up one morning, he's gonna be like, man, I don't feel like yeah, doing it no more.
4: Yeah, pretty commonly, cool. right?
5: So I'll keep I mean I'll keep pulling up the act if you want.
0: It's, it's an oldie <laughs> but a goodie. It kills in Sheboygan.
2: That's right, that's right. Yeah. The other kill. So go. Go.
0: <sighs> Look at that. Somebody's moving around. That sounds great. What's that? I don't know.
2: I was adjusting my mic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was adjusting.
2: You wouldn't think for, for sometimes
3: that Chris is the, by far and away the most seasoned of all of us at Podcasting.
0: <laughs> I'm still confused as to what show he does. You guys keep talking about it like it's popping. Uh, What's the name
4: of it?
3: <laughs> hey, I must say, I must say, uh, there were several... Votes for Round Comics for in uh, in Resurrection of the Year. Oh, that's funny. Fuck them. I may mean, uh, I mean, have to use that one. That's good. What, what that's do good
0: they up. know? Really? <laughs>
3: well, there were also several votes for 11 c uh, for Best Non Comics uh, oh, really? Development yeah, of the yeah.
0: Year. That's insane. They're,
3: they're wrong. <laughs> I know, right? It <laughs> really does call into question the veracity of the, of the audience. <laughs>
0: You know, I always read uh Tom Spurgeon's comics reporter. Of course. You and can. and whenever they have best comics criticism on the net, I don't see podcasts on that.
2: No, that's th- weird. you know, it that that's fine. It's it's the it's the red stepchild of comic journalism and and that's fine. I kind of like us being there.
0: But it's much more immediate, don't you think?
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I, th- I I think podcasts. If you boil it down, I think some of the best best coverage and and in, and in criticism in, in comics is in podcasts. I mean, there's right. still a lot of static out there, but yeah. Right I, th- and I, know, I mean, I know I know tonight's about celebration, so I won't belabor this point. But I will say
3: that uh, while I certainly think he's very uh, interesting read, I, I I also think it's fair to say that uh, Tom is nothing if not self important.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, he used to work for the Journal. Come on, yeah. And uh, I I love it on uh, New Comics Wednesday when he says the the notable list of stuff shipping to your, your shops this week, and he always gets a dig. If I didn't mention your comic, chances are I have a hernia or, you know, chances are I forgot it. And he'll come up with some witty way of saying, you know, sorry, but you weren't good enough to make the list. Yes. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it I I like him. I do. I mean, but he's But tonight
3: a- is all about celebrating those things that were good enough to make the list. That's yep. right. Hey, nice segue.
0: <laughs> he's a pretentious douche like I am. So. <laughs> um, yes, hey everybody. It's 11 o'clock comics, and this is our third annual 11 o'clockkers where we nominate mm-hmm. the best what we think is the most notable comics and books about comics and movies and tv shows related to comics and the people who do them the notable releases for 2010 that's last year just so you didn't know and i am vince p yes you are and i'm
5: christopher neesman you is i am david price
3: uh yes you are and i'm ricky gervais (laughs) i I hope not
0: no you're not Ricky Gervais I heard he, he got a real Cold reception After that show He was awesome
5: I loved it I loved it yeah, funny. Too. It was great stuff That open was awesome I, mean, I, I agree I shit. mean I, uh,
3: Believe me As we as I was watching It, it was awesome Because it was Cringeworthy Like I was thinking Wow Like he's really Going in deep mm-hmm. But I love that Because he really Obviously doesn't Give a shit If he ever does One of those things Again Which
2: is great Balls Ricky love Gervais it. Has made his money yeah, On podcast alone Yeah, yeah It's mm-hmm. great stuff
0: and this balls-deep episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. com, where you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at huge discounts. For example, you can pre-order... The x Cop Bad Guy Earth Number One miniseries, three issues. The first issue will cost you $1.75. That's a special discount only this month at Discount Comic Book Service. You can also get a shitload of Ennis's Boys from Dynamite for 35 cents an issue. And, if you're a pretentious douche like myself, you can pre-order the Comics Journal, issue 301. A massive 600-plus page tome. It was $30? dollars now uh 45% off. You can get it for $16.50. Only at Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com. They are the best. Really the, re- the reason why we chose them, Especially weeded them out among all the comic book companies out there is because they're the best, and that's why they're our sponsor. Oh, exactly. How about that? He has soft hands. He does. Supple. And soft. All
2: right. Let's jump right into the uh, drink roll call so we can get to the festivities. Uh, yeah. Vince, we have a lot to drink? cover.
0: I am drinking, I'm two fists in it here. I'm drinking the last two bottles of the Landshark. Island style mm. lager, and I'm kicking it with a delicious bottle of Smirnoff's Ice because
2: I love it. There you it. go. Nice. Uh, David. And I'm wearing
0: a dress. That's course <laughs> you're
5: a tutu. I, am, um, I threw a little bit of honey and some Irish whiskey in a cup, in a mug, and uh, added some Earl Grey tea. So, Vince, Ooh. I'm drinking a hot toddy. Oh yeah,
1: oh, nice. <clears throat> I, like,
5: I like the honey touch. It's very nice.
2: Uh, Jason, like drinking bee I shit. am drinking. Uh,
3: I'm I'm going. Uh, I'm going to the other side of the earth and having a little Sapporo uh, tonight. That's nice. the
5: earth. Welcome to Earth. Yeah, nice. that's right, baby, baby. You
3: just hope it's not
0: Earth One because that's not a nice place to be. <laughs> <No>. oh, <shit. laughs> Save it for the pics, man.
2: <laughs> I I am, uh, I, I'm I'm as well. I uh, um I, uh, I've got a. A uh, mixed drink with a uh, with a little beer uh, chaser. Uh, I'm drinking vodka and uh, clamato with a little bit of hot sauce, <laughs> a little bit of pepper. Uh, the, do you guys have the clamato out there?
0: David's got the chlamydia. Uh, chlamydia.
5: Thanks
2: for that. Thanks um, for that, by the way, Vince. It's it's, it's tomato and clam juice. Yes, it's very delicious. Oh, there you go. Um, little <laughs> vodka, good stuff. Uh, that and I'm having from the Rogue Brewery. their chipotle ale which is what does that uh, taste like um it's it's interesting it's it's uh uh, chipotle pepper infused well not infused but uh uh chipotle peppers that are that are used in the in the brewing of the beer so it has um, a nice little back end bite to it
0: oh i would definitely drink that
2: yeah, it's it's really nice. it's a really nice ale. It's got, you know, great fragrance to it, but then it's got that, this, this um, mild um, chipotle pepper um, kind of ting to it on the back end, which is really nice.
0: Mmm, cool.
2: It's very good. I would, I would eat it with Mexican food. It would taste delicious.
0: And you would smile, as we're all going to smile as we get into this year's 11 O'Closkers. Now, Jason, this is your baby, so I think yes. it's only fitting that you... Started off.
2: Yeah, major props to Jason who organizes this and puts a lot of work into this every year. So thank you, buddy.
3: Preach. Hey, man, uh, I love award shows, uh, and I have to say, really, the major props this year go to our awesome eleven o'clock community because uh, I think almost two hundred people uh, voted. Excellent. Uh, and uh, that's a damn lot of people. And the other thing is, as we'll see as we go through them this tonight. Um, the breadth of the nominations this year was really impressive. Like even categories that you would think um, kind of were dominated by household names were really diverse. Like even colorists, right? Which, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to it. But, but just as an example, thirty-four different colorists got at least one vote, which is really wow, impressive. Wow, like, that's that's, that's cool. really yeah. I mean, I don't know many of us. I don't know even if I can name them th- right? Exactly. So that's <laughs> impressive. You know, in pretty much every category. Um, even if the ultimately the winner was by a pretty big margin, had you know a ton of of people th- you know throwing different names in the hat. That's pretty cool. That really speaks to the diversity of the uh, of the the listenership and the community, and and, uh, and it was the, awesome I, to see.
2: I, I think it's I think it may be reflective of the show a little bit because I think that this was definitely a year that um, where I see you know like other groups of friends and other podcasts and that kind of stuff where their interests will start to merge together as they you know read a lot of the same things i think this was a year that that we all kind of went out on our own paths and and read a <laughs> lot of different you know honestly read a lot of different things talked right? about a lot of different things and and i think that's that's reflected in, in the community and that's pretty that's right. pretty cool, yeah. cool. I, think I think it was diversity um, is key this year
0: yeah i think it was feral on our forum mm-hmm. and you can find our forum at com forward slash forum. I think it was Farrell that said, uh, after seeing how many times chew and, uh, I think it was sweet tooth, but like, Books that one would consider fringe. How many times they were nominated for various categories? He said, "I wish the, the entire comics industry was like this forum, where the diversity yeah, yeah. was was all over the place yeah. and, and just awesome to behold." And uh, I have to agree with him. It, it's true. Um, there was a lot of different things nominated. I was really surprised because absolutely, it, yeah. I'll be honest. For a lot of categories, I was like, "Damn, well, I can't remember what." That's why I my, had to remind you, know, you dude. That, that I, you I know.
3: Actually, for a part of the year, you actually were Marvel crazy. So it's. Uh, hopefully <laughs> it, it's true. And the the thank you on.
0: for reminding me of that.
3: <laughs> so, 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 how are we going to run this, Jason? Yeah, so listen, so I, I was thinking about uh, the last two years, and I think we should do it a little bit more like uh, the uh, award shows do it, and that we should go in reverse order because okay. um, usually what happens is by the time we get to those last four or five categories, they're not as impactful Rushed, and we, we, yeah. we peter out and. People, we, I feel like we're losing our, our own interest as well as the uh, audience. So I thought maybe we'd go with the the uh, the last section first and kind of go up from there. If that's cool with everybody, All right? Yeah, let's do so it. So I'll, cool. I'll start us off. So the uh, there were thirty one categories this year. Uh, the 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 category we're going to start with is favorite comics related work in another medium. Um, so something that was in some way comic related but not a comic or graphic novel or trade paperback. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, uh, the forumites uh, cast votes for 46 different uh, uh, items, and the winner, uh, with 9% of the vote, was a tie, actually, between Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, the video game, uh, and the comic twart blog. Uh, so obviously, people were casting votes from pretty, you know, far-ranging things here. A lot of different video games got votes. Um, you know, a lot of different um, books about comics and TV shows and the like also got votes. But um, I don't know much about the Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions game. I, I know Dan Slott wrote it, or at least wrote a big chunk of it. I know it has a couple different Spider-Men from different. I think it's got what Spider-Man 2099. It's got yeah, a Spider-Man yeah. War. It's got yeah. the. Six one six, and I think you get to play with all those characters. I don't know if they interact ever, um, but I, I know it, it did well commercially, and it seems like the people that played it have liked it. So I, I don't know if you guys played it or not. Um, and and Comic Twart blog, um, I'll just segue in that that actually is um, my that that I had a tie for this category as well for my votes, um, one of which was Comic Twart, uh, which for those that don't know is a it's a, a comic twart, dot com, and it's basically a collection of uh, of awesome uh, comic artists who know each other and were buddies through Twitter and other spots and decided to start doing uh, themed uh, sketch-ups. So the themes have ranged everything from like Frazetta to um, uh, like... Uh, Hitchcock, simplistic, uh, Hitchcock um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, they John just uh,
2: from Mars, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And so they do sketches, and then they post them on the blog and on Twitter for everyone to see and just collaborate. And it's just a lot of fun, and the stuff is just awesome, eye candy. So. um uh you know, Steve Bryant's on there, Declan Shawley, Tom Fowler, Andy Kuhn, Chris Somney, Francesco Franco Vien, a bunch of other people. Um, so those were the winners uh, on the voter front. And like I said, I also voted for Comic Twerk. And I cast my vote two ways one for Comic Twerk and the other for Kickstarter.com, which I have talked about on the show before. Um, I love that it's giving uh, a new avenue for patronage of the arts um obviously it's 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 something that no one has to do but if you really feel strongly about a creator or an idea you can support it and you don't have to you can give a little you can give a lot uh... and i I know i gave to a number of campaigns this year that were successfully funded uh... And uh, i really, I think, without question, all of the the stuff that I supported this year, um, and the creators would attest to this, would not likely have ever been made had uh, Kickstarter's platform not been available to them. So, um, so that was- I,
2: I went to a gallery showing at the uh, the Challengers Rogues Gallery this past weekend, which was funded by Kickstarter. That's right. Awesome. Awesome. And it was fantastic.
3: That's great. Uh, so, okay, so let's jump to. Well, why don't we go, we'll go, I guess, clockwise through the way we do the, the intro. So, why don't we go back to Vince and uh, hear what he had to say about this one?
0: Okay. My favorite comic related work in another medium is a nonfiction book published by Feral House. It's called The Weird World of Eerie Publications. And it is by far. If I had to pick one thing that I bought in 2010, paid for it in 2010. Don't think I got it till the first week of 2011. Um, the one book that I bought in 2010, my absolute favorite, blows everything else out of the water. Uh, the author's Mike Howlett, and it's ex- what it is, it's, is an examination of Myron Fass and the rise and fall of Erie Publications. That uh, lurid, disgusting, borderline pornographic, a very violent, very lurid publishing uh, company that he set up in response to Jim Warren's efforts at Warren Publications. It details... Uh, Frederick Wortham and the, the death of the horror comic goes into Myron Fast's Rise and Fall. But the really neat thing about this book, like, I'm a huge fan of eerie publications. I have a bazillion of them. But one of the things that the magazine lacked was the, they were very reluctant to attribute names to the art. Like, as a kid and even until last year i would look at the art i had no idea who did them i mean it's all over the map too there's realistic art there's very expressionistic stuff and i love it all and i had no idea who did the the bulk of it well mike god bless him attributes names to this art and he, he um there's a um a cover gallery of every Erie publication cover. He'll give you the artist that did it. He goes through the stories and tells you who drew what. Uh, well-known names like Chick Stone, Carl Burgos, Dick Ayers, but others like the fantastic Bill Alexander, who did a, a, a the bulk of the covers, and just they're just amazing uh, guys like Cirilo Munoz, Bob Powell, an artist named behan nestor olivera enrique cristobal a guy named Mandrafina, and i'm going through this book and i'm thinking i have names now now i can google and find more work by these guys nice. and and you know and most of them were argentinian i did not know that where you had warren who were doing the filipino guys mm-hmm. like like dc myron Fass, cobbled together this uh group of argentinian artists and they are all f- fantastic uh fernando fernandez oscar fraga ezra jackson uh, and and i can't tell you the joy i'm getting out of this book i'm not done with it yet but even at ha- the halfway part it just blows everything i read away and um it it, it goes to, it goes into great detail on the publications myron uh put out after Erie bit the the Erie publications bit the dust it's just an amazing amazing book it's full color throughout published by feral house it's like i think it's 32 bucks but it's oversized and it uh 32.95 oversized And it's, like, close to 300 pages, so it's worth every frickin' penny. It is amazing. If you're at all interested in horror comics or their history, you need to have this book. I can't stress it enough. Will Pfeiffer loves it, so if it's good enough for Will, it should be good enough for you. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, I have no runners-up, because this just blew everything away. Perfect. Yeah.
5: Cool. E. Dappy. Uh, I thought Chris was going to go. Um...
3: Oh, uh, sorry. I have it on my spreadsheet the other way. But I know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> i said to do it roll call, so I'm sorry, Chris.
2: My bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, easy one for me. It was the last run, the uh, Queen and Country novel by Greg by Greg Rucka. Uh, I talked about it a few weeks ago. If you're a fan of the Queen and Country series, or if you've only uh, read uh, read the novels, it was amazing. Um, if you're you know reading right along with the comic series, it's uh, uh, you know one of the one of the best comic and novel series whenever you, you know, you, you put those two together and this was just, um, a, a perfect end to what I hope is queen and country volume one, uh, kind of the, the, the big first story. So, um, yeah, another, another great, uh, espionage novel by Greg Rucka about some of my, my favorite characters. So that, that was easy. The last run, a queen and country novel. Nice.
5: Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I went. Um, I thought about comics for. I, basically, I was almost echoing Jason with my pick. Hey, that's my I, man, I, right there. I, I, I thought green. about comics for, but I was like, it's it's a little too close to comics for me to to, to kind of pick that, just because sure, of, of the creators involved. And Kickstarter, I just I love the idea of it. I, I love kind of just I have something to do. I want to do something. I need your help. And it's kind of a call to arms, and and it, if you're backing it, it's because you believe in something, and it, it's just—I know it's not strictly comic books, but just—I mean, what could come of it? And it's it, practically limitless. So I just—I I just think that's as an idea that that it's it's worthy. I, I love it. Awesome. Okay, so let's have,
3: uh, I guess, Vince, you want to do this next category if we're going to go on that order?
0: Sure. Uh, next up is the favorite comic-related TV or movie. <laughs> um, I did not vote for this one. Okay. Oddly enough, but if you put a gun to my head, I would say the first episode of Walking Dead because it was fantastic. There you go. That's cool. Yeah. And let's go to David, right?
2: No Chris It's uh, me uh boy this was uh this was a hard <laughs> one uh, i I really enjoyed The Walking Dead uh, I think it's only going to get stronger but my favorite uh, my favorite movie was a uh, big tip of the cap to uh, to Vince and uh, uh, and Jason for turning me on to this in comic form and movie form and that is the extraordinary adventures of Adele Blansac
0: I'm changing my 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 vote. Because <laughs> I completely forgot about it. There you go. Even
2: though <laughs> it was your uh, recommendation.
0: Yeah. What? Well, nice. <laughs> that's, how I okay, work. Cool. that's how I roll. All
2: right. That's cool. There you yeah. go. And yeah, I that see is, it updating. And, and, I see it updating on the Google Doc.
5: I know, but see, it's funny if 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 Vince had actually checked fucking Google Doc, he might have known that that was out, and he could <laughs> That is <be> true, David.
3: <laughs> so, David, I see that we have the the we have the same choice. You're next. You're next month So, hook it up. How
5: could we not? It, it is. Oh,
3: I know, dude. I watched uh, two episodes today with my sons. Uh, yeah, I'd seen them already, see, but I watched. The, oh my god! Oh, it's so good. It
5: Go was. Ahead. Jason and I are talking about Avengers Earth Mightiest.
2: Heroes. There, there was, there it, was no better nude scene in a bathtub in Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. I, I'm, I'm just gonna say that.
5: I don't know, it's a child, but it, it was. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it's, it, man, I, I thought about maybe Walking Dead just because I did enjoy the TV show, but since I don't follow the comic, it wasn't. I, I couldn't go near it really but as far as a uh, television program because i really don't think i watch too many comic-related movies this year but it was a um it's from from the animation which is great The storylines and and how they they get me excited for the next episode even though th- there yes, are no coming yes. attractions there's no preview for next week you're just like okay it ends here comes kang cliffhanger and you know and we still don't know what's going on with thor and asgard or, or how the asgard you know i mean the masters of evil are out there still um there's just there are man there are just so many things going on with this and and then so many easter eggs last week we had a cameo by the black knight mm-hmm. uh it's just it it came out uh, I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but it, it hit the ground running. I mean, you we're had so used to Marvel
2: animated not being
5: this not being all that great, right? Yeah, right? And, Absolutely. And yeah. it just it it came out and boom, it, you had the webisodes and and I really didn't pay any attention to those. I just Nor really I, started yeah. watching it on uh, on Disney XD, and every week, boom, I am I am there. I, I it's as soon as I see it's recorded on TiVo, uh, it doesn't matter what else is on. I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna watch it, and and I just and I love it. And there's Every just about every episode, there's something, and it's usually something the wasp says where I have to pause it, yell to Renee to come into the room so she can watch it with me. And, and <laughs> I'm like, Are you done? Okay, that was it, and and she can carry on about her business. But awesome. it's it's well written, and the um the tie in miniseries that Marvel's putting out is is a great. Is companion. it? He's to, oh, yeah, the heart yeah, color, yeah. There is it's it's worth it dude We'll we'll talk about it when you get it but it's just sure. just yeah avengers with Mighty's Hero definitely my, my yeah my pick awesome year. yeah that's my vote too
3: so i don't want to belabor it i mean I, like david said it's it's just uh i i having young boys as, as you know i I we we at least tivo dvr usually the, the first episode or two have just been any uh cartoon aimed at, at 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 their their demographic and uh this being one of them and i uh i typically don't even though I'm a Marvel zombie for 30 years, I typically don't get too juiced about the Marvel cartoons. They've never really, um, with a few exceptions, really grabbed me. Um, I've watched them more out of curiosity, and this one just, just totally came out of left field. I, I, I didn't expect it to be. I thought it might be good enough, but it's just to me, it's been like evocative of the, of the halcyon time for me of the comic itself when I was falling in love with the Avengers. Uh, just, yeah. uh, it's, it's been great. So that's my vote too.
2: Where the, what the uh, forum, say?
1: So.
3: Yeah, and not surprisingly, this was actually one of the bigger, uh, the, the bigger runaway winners. With almost 40 percent of the vote uh, went to the Walking Dead TV show. Sure. Again, shouldn't be a surprise given the uh, overwhelming um, uh, mainstream success that the show has seen. Uh, it was Entertainment Weekly Show of the Year. It's nominated for Golden Globes. You know, huge all-time best-rated basic cable show. That's all that stuff. So not surprising. Uh, yeah, that was the big winner. Uh, another uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the movie, uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold cartoon, and Avengers: Earth Mightiest Heroes also got a pretty healthy number of votes. But uh, but Walking Dead, you know, like I said, took two out of every five votes uh, on that one. So uh, yeah,
2: but I I, but I, I think I, I think we'll all agree. You know, go, go see. Adele Blond Sack. It's awesome. Sure. Absolutely. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Stuff. Okay.
3: So, how fi- how fitting then that we would have Chris lead us off? Because- <laughs> I'm, not,
2: I'm not that much of a curmud-
3: curmudgeon. I've, no, got- but this yeah. is a celebration of the entire year of 2010. And I don't think for a good chunk of your you're curmudgeon. Uh, you, found, you found a new life, though. So, Chris is going to lead us off with the discussion of the, uh, the really one of the few downer categories we have, and that's the worst news of the year.
2: Worst news of the year. And um, um, for me, the worst news of the year, which you can actually turn around and say um, it maybe is a good wake-up call, which may end up uh, hopefully turning into good things. And I, I don't think that it's any secret to anyone that, that keeps up with the, uh, uh, with the sales trends of the industry that sales are going down, and they're going down fast, and it's not looking good. Um, 90,000 copies, uh, is the top selling comic where as soon as like three years ago that was like 120,000. Um, so the, the top end of the, the comic industry sales, uh, or orders as, as I like to call them, are are going down dramatically. And uh, and like I said to put maybe the positive spin on this is that uh the comic book publishers especially Marvel and DC are going to have to uh they're going to have to adapt or die because uh it's not working anymore. Nice. Yep. Uh David?
5: Oh man. <sighs> I <laughs> I try to focus on the positive, but this man doesn't make it easy to it's basically and the worst news for me is anytime Tom Report's near an open microphone. (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, it's true. Anytime he has something to say, really, seriously, no good can come of it. And even if even if it's too get you excited about something like maybe three with the poly bag. It's the, it's just the whole, the whole package and the presentation and and his, his. Anytime there's anything positive from anybody else, especially from their competition from down the street or across the country, depending on what arm of entertainment you're looking at. But it, it's it, nobody can ever have their moment in the sun when this man's around. Yeah, it's, right. it's a fucking shame. So
2: yeah, he he, yep. may, he may he may be the nicest guy in the world and. And people that work with him, may love He hides them. it well, and and and, that, and <laughs>
5: that, nice. that, is,
2: that is fine. But for an industry that I think has worked really hard to dispel stereotypes of its fandom. Of its of its its entire position and its creative integrity to run out a guy that looks like the Simpsons comic guy <laughs> to be to be the face of your company's maybe not the smartest PR decision. Nah. Sure, sure.
3: Yeah, I can see that definitely. Um, I voted for what I have on the spreadsheet is it, it's kind of a, a catch all, but I just put fan versus fan shenanigans. Uh, and really, what I'm talking about is just that. Um, and this could, you know, to be fair, this could be my vote or any of our votes any year that we've done the show. Um, but I just felt that uh, this year, I guess I just noticed it more that uh, when you go to cons and we went to a, a couple this year and and, and on the commu- you know on our forums we have such a good time we celebrate things and sure we all we all bitch about things we maybe don't groove on but it's we try not to direct it at one another and and when when that does happen um i think it's noticeable because it it is so rare and yet i think taking a little step back and looking at the broader albeit incestuous comic book universe you know uh that happens a lot um you know indie guys besmirch mainstream mainstream guys piss piss on indie you know what we were saying before uh the bloggers don't give credence to podcasting and uh you know this podcast is feuding with this podcast and this website won't won't Post a link to this website, and you know, oh, you know this this guy 's got to make a comment about if if you like this book you 're an idiot because you, you don 't buy this book too and just you know we no matter how popular comic book pop culture is and it 's probably as popular as it 's ever been, comic book readers and collectors are we are a niche small market and those of us that are as passionate as we are and as our community members are are a really small niche and it's just like i just feel like there's so much stuff that even if you want to bitch about stuff within the industry there's so much about each other that we don't need to focus on what pisses us off about each other just you know i just wish we didn't get so worked up about stuff that makes each other different because we're all different We're, we're Yeah, we're geeks, right? We we kind of like the whole point is to celebrate that we're kind of different. We're off the beaten track, at least with this part of our lives.
2: And uh, and Tom 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 Caters always always used to say it's a united front when we're together. You know, whenever we're against the world, but get us all together and then it all falls apart. And we yeah, and it's like my thing is don't
3: hate, celebrate is a little caption I have here, and it's 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 like the other thing too is the flip side of this is if someone besmirches, makes fun of, or belittles like a comic you love or
0: a Wonder TV Woman. show you
3: like, it's not a personal <laughs> affront to you. Nope. Like If someone comes out and says, I think John Smith is a dildo because he likes X-Comic, okay, yes, that's a personal affront to you. But if he says, oh, I think X-Comic is terrible, that's not him calling you a douchebag. And no. yet it seems like people are so thin-skinned, like they they misplace a comment, whether it be well thought out or not, uh, against something they like and take it to some personal front, which leads them to be personally offended, which then leads them to be combative back. And I just, I have just had enough of it, you know. Um, and it'll probably never change. That's the internet. That's the world we live in. But, yeah. but uh, all I know is, is for those of you that are fed up by that, um, I would encourage you to at least, if you can, go to one show a year, like one live event or one gathering of of friends, or even a small local thing, because it'll it'll make you realize that, like that's only, you know, that's that's the internet more than it is the, the, yeah. the there are lots yeah. of fans out there that just want to have fun and just, just celebrate the good stuff, so, you know. You got that, right?
0: Very true, that's, very true.
3: Uh, so, Vince, what you got? Anything? Yes.
0: I have uh, two runners up. Uh, the first is the reluctance of most publishers to price their digital assets reasonably, would love it. Now, I I think this day and date thing is really cool, but if you're charging the same price <laughs> as the print version, it, it's, it's it's you're not. I'm going to get my
2: print on day and date.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you're not affecting any kind of change. Yeah. Uh, the second runner-up. It's,
2: it's, time, it's time to hit that $0.99 cent price point,
0: guys. It's very true, very true. There's the yeah. reason why iTunes is very successful. Yep, um,
2: anybody will spend
0: a buck. That's, that's true. Again, I can't disagree with you well, there. Four bucks
2: uh, the world as good as the case
3: may be.
0: Runner-up number two, the dearth of Warren Ellis' Avatar books. Gravel slowed to a trickle while the flow of Dr. Sleepless completely stopped. We saw two issues of that Electric Pirates, whatever the hell the name of it was. Yeah, at that right. yeah. Yeah and, and then it just went away. Oh, w- Captain Swing. Swing. What the hell is Warren Ellis doing?
5: Was he, that, never mind just Avatar, but, I mean, has there been much from Warren Ellis at all this year, aside from free Astonishing. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. He kind of finished up astonishing, but yeah. Did
1: that right. And I,
0: I don't know. It could be attributed to health or personal problems. I don't know, but I, I really enjoy Warren Ellis's work. Yeah. And when it goes away, I notice. And yeah. obviously, I notice because for me to remember it, it had to be significant. So there you go. Uh, but the winner. My my big numero uno most disappointing news of the year: Walking Dead heading straight into the shitter after the first excellent episode. That was <laughs> oh, that was ow. that was the the, the, the biggest he's disappointment I had. hate me, Vince. I if don't he, hate you. I love you, but I, I he was is completely. the perfect example. People,
3: he's
2: not insulting you. He's not insulting
0: <laughs> you. I know. I I was <laughs> hey, completely. Hey man, it's first season.
2: It's first season. Give it a chance to oh, find a play. Oh please, first season is when you weeks. should be swinging for the it fences. Was, it was fine. Hey, Hey, hey! It, it, I've, it, it, I've, 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 like, it just, was like, mainlined two seasons of Fringe in the last three weeks because I didn't like the first five or six episodes. Me neither, buddy. Same here. Me neither. And, and,
3: and, and,
0: Fringe is, is fantastic, but I
3: watched
2: the first four while. episodes. Yeah, I watched
3: the first four, like, in a two-week span and didn't like it, and we, can't, we stopped DVRing it, and then I kept hearing from everyone, Vince included, how great it was, and then now I, every, like, pretty much it seems like everybody that watched it loves it so I'm, I'm back on board but it it, it almost right but there's a there's a, there's a, a big just, difference in a
2: series it takes a little time to find their feet and i think
3: okay probably, i agree
0: with that if, if you have 13 to 16 episodes to find your feet footing right. that's great but when you got six dude yep. let's get it all shoring up before we get into behind the cameras but <laughs> I think, I yeah think I, I, right. I was completely enamored with the first episode if you rewind and check out our Sure. show from the time it, it premiered i was crazy for it and then i got a little bit lukewarm on two and three by the time that last episode came around i was like really had to make a, a yeah. concerted well, effort remember, to watch I, it I next year watched
3: the second episode and then you're like well i don't know about that and then you listen you watched it and said oh you were right yeah. Like, yeah boy <laughs> but no hey it is what it is though it's in i i'm i'm with you but i also think that it's great i'm thrilled that it was a huge commercial success in spite Me of the to. fact that i wish personally that it was a better show right
0: And they're not making it for me. They're making it for uh, the mainstream audience and more power to them. If there's any one guy I would love to see become uber successful, it's Kirkman.
3: Yes, for sure. So as to the uh, 11 o'clock forum community, uh, another very diverse category, as you would expect, uh, plenty of things to bitch about, Uh, 51 different things, got at least a vote. Um, some of the notable runners-up were the uh, unfortunate box office uh, performance of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. He um, obviously didn't do that well. A lot of people were disappointed in that. Lots of people upset about the fact that Marvel decided to stick with $3.99 as one of its key price points um, in spite Is of their DC. Books are better. There you go. <laughs> uh, but the winner, with almost a quarter of the votes... Um, which came in a couple different forms but aggregated them I think and you'll understand why are uh, cancellations Uh, people just upset that their favorite books are just not there's not seemingly a healthy enough market in the direct market for uh, mid-list books to really yeah. find their find their foot, footing, uh, you know, you have to really kind of come out of the gate strong or you're going to get canceled after an arc, and, uh, you know, people were upset about that, and we've talked about that quite a bit on the show, so we won't belabor it, but that was the winner with, I guess, the loser, <laughs> winner or loser or whatever, but that was the most, that that got almost a uh, quarter of the votes. so um, so let's, let's move on to, to better news, and I think that really is our only negative category, so. Yep. Now, uh, yeah, best, David, best
4: news. God.
3: Yeah, David, you get to lead us off with
5: the best news of the year.
0: Fitting she again yeah
5: uh for me the uh the best news probably overall in the, with the industry would would be rolling back the prices on as as you just mentioned with marvel sticking to to three ninety nine a lot of things but the um d c saying that you know two ninety nine and <laughs> well, hey not everything i read is three ninety nine uh it's it's i think well i mean marvel used to if it was a miniseries, it was three ninety nine. Five Ronin is two ninety nine. Now it's just anything that people want to read, right? You know, yeah, uh, pretty much. If, if it's done by an exclusive artist, but the uh, it's 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 just nice to see that you know what. I don't remember in in any of of my years of of reading comic books where prices went in one direction and then back to the previous price point so i just think that that unheard of really great to see i you know it's like we it's this is we spend we uh we see that was funny uh <laughs> chris chris is manipulating the uh the spreadsheet um the we we know that we spend our disposable income on comic books, there are other things that have to be taken care of first before we have the most of us have the money to spend on spend comic books. Link okay. on hookers and below. I. That's true. Know. You do. You do. Because you do have the comics in the expense column. But the uh, If if um, if if you don't have the money to spend, you're not going to buy your comic books, and if you're not buying your comic books, the publishers are going to feel that. So it's it's nice to see, especially DC. I mean, when you have one of the big two. I mean, we. I think it was. In in 2009, I think Top Cow said they were going to have all their books for the year for 2.99. We, we we've seen other publishers tr- make a stand, and and whether or not that worked for them, it, obviously it it hasn't for most of them. But but DC is is one of the big. It's two. a different. And, yeah. and Right. So I mean, for them to say, listen, this is what we're this is what we're doing. We hear you, and we're working with you, and mm-hmm. and that's. That that's nice. Right. That that's yeah. great to see. So uh, hopefully it will work out for them. People will give them. Yeah, we, we've seen it on in other threads. You know, I've stopped buying Marvel because of this price, or I'm going to give DC more of my money because of of, of what they did. So I'm hoping that everybody's happy come this time next year with with, mm-hmm. with their decision.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, David, as you as you know, for, sometimes in my when I've written columns about this stuff with my I talk about. Really, from an economic parlance, DC and Marvel are price setters and everyone else are price takers, right, in this market. Yes. So like with Top Cow, it was great that they did it, but ultimately I think it didn't do anything but hurt their margins because they don't move yeah. the market, right? The market goes to where Marvel and DC say it has to go. Uh, so I do think it is hopefully different, I mean, in the DC, and, and the, the proof will be in the pudding, right, which is that can DC uh, maintain the momentum they have in the market share side and and, and Make their corporate overlords happy enough with whatever that margin they're getting on two ninety nine books, but uh, yeah, I'm with you. I I think that's yeah. um, that it, it. It was nice to see. Um, I vote. I won't spend a lot of time on this one because it um, it's fairly obvious. In spite of what I thought of personally thought of the show uh, more in Vincent's camp, I did vote. Actually, my best news of the year to me was the success of the Walking Dead TV show. Um, and I'm not coming at that again from. The TV side of it, I'm actually coming at that from the fact that this is Robert Kirkman's baby. I don't know the economics of what this means for him in the show, but I'm quite sure it means he's becoming a very wealthy man very quickly. Um, I also think that he's putting his money where his mouth is in terms of his manifesto and really pushing for creator-owned properties. He started his Skybound imprint where he's going to help mentor and foster other creative, creator owned stuff. So I just think that, uh, anytime you have a guy talking the talk and then backing it up with real wealth and real notoriety, um, it might push, even if it's only three, four, five other guys to take that leap and really commit to their own thing and their own IP, their own ideas, it's all the better for the industry long-term. So, um, yep. that was my vote for best news. Uh, uh, let's see, Vince, what do you got?
0: I have to agree with the DC draws the line at 299. That okay. was I combined the two categories actually. That was my best news of the year and I also thought it was the most important news of the year because it's it's um it's unparalleled because for many years DC would always flip when Marvel did. Marvel would raise the prices and maybe a month or two later DC would follow suit. And this is the only yeah. instance that I can remember in recent memory that DC is blazing a trail and saying, hey, this is the way we'd like to do it right now. We don't care what the other guy is doing. But it, it's something that it, it's nice, It's but it's not a magic wand. The, them saying that, okay, we're going to leave the books at two ninety nine, that's great. But for this to work, people have to stand up and take notice and actually buy the books. So if you think this is a good story, if you think this is something you'd like to see continue, you got to get out there and buy the books. You know, even if you're primarily an indie buyer, just go out and try something new at $2.99. It's not going to hurt your wallet, but get out there and support. They they need your support to make this work.
2: And if nothing else, tell your comic book retailer that $2.99 a book is what you are willing to pay because there's not that many of those guys out there. You know, there may be, what, six, seven hundred shops in the country now, which is kind of sad. Um, those guys talk to the publishers. They're mm-hmm. the ones that order from Diamond. And if you tell them that two ninety nine, that's the line, that's what you can afford to to spend on a comic, eventually that'll get back. And you know, I'll jump in here. That was my best news of the year was, was DC rolling back their prices because the worst news of the year is that sales are in the toilet. And you know what? Yeah. I think those things are connected.
3: Yeah, so. and and not surprisingly, that was the uh, the the best news. The winner uh, of the former community vote was also DC's price drop to two ninety nine, uh, a yeah. thirty seven percent of. Uh, but let's votes increase our books
2: thirty three percent in cost in yeah. the middle of a terrible so. recession. Dumbasses.
3: Yeah. So very so obviously that was the the going away vote there. Um, <laughs> not, not a lot to of the people also voted for an
2: armchair businessman. Uh, A lot
3: of other people also voted for the Walking Dead TV show. so um, I guess I'm up for most important news. Um, As with Vince, uh, most people that voted for the DC price drop as the best news also indicated it to be the most important news of the year. In fact, uh, 37% not coincidentally, also uh, voted for it as the most important news, um, beating by a pretty wide margin. Other things like uh, the DC management shuffle and uh, just digital comics and the progress uh, that that was made this year. Um, so you know that's again not surprising to see that that took both categories. Uh, my vote was again sort of a more nebulous thing, which is just the push pull of corporate prominence versus publishing struggles. Um, I was going to say of- that.
1: Oh, cool. <laughs> well,
3: lots, lots of ways you can slice the data. Um, and certainly I'm in, the, I guess, the business of data slicing both in my real life and in the comic world. Um, but I don't – I, I personally, I don't think there's any way to really, when you get the brass tacks, say that, that, that this was not a banner year, 2010, for publishing um, in yeah. aggregate, both in terms of the direct and the indirect market. Um, and I think they know that. So I, I think what will be interesting now is to see um, – what that means, uh, there's been a lot of changes on both Big two side in terms of management. You know, Joe Q's obviously stepped up. Uh, we've got a new EIC. We've got a, a new EIC at, at DC. Um, you know, a lot of guys got promotions doing other stuff. So it would just be interesting to see as both companies now are parts of massive media conglomerates, um, even bigger now than than they even more prominently focused in inside these big companies than they were a year or two ago. It'll just be interesting to see um, what that means in terms of, of corporate expectations for the value of these characters versus the publishing, which has, even even in a world where Marvel was a multi-billion dollar public company and DC's been part of Time Warner, for the last five years, they've largely had publishing been able to run independently, um, and and, and been a lot of the old old ways of doing business and i think that for good or for bad i don't know that we know the answer to that yet but for good or for bad those days are gone um they both are now being watched very closely by the very top executives at these companies so uh, i'm just i'm just fascinated as a business geek to see what that means for the industry in the next couple years um so uh you know it is what it is, but uh, as i said the the audience was far more focused on the d c price drops and uh, uh, Vince, you already said you were going yeah. with the d c price drop as well, which would bring us to chris
2: um, a, a lot of that uh, kind of piggybacking on yours was the corporate reshuffling of Of both DC and Marvel, I I think that was big industry because as you saw those guys getting more and more involved in, uh, you know, uh, Warner Creative and and Marvel Disney Creative. I I think that is important industry news, and uh, we'll see. What it does when it trickles down to the comics uh, as opposed to the comics, you know, pushing up into into other stuff, whether it be animated or, or movie or whatever. But, yeah, I think that was important news. I also think that The Walking Dead being a, a bona fide cable TV hit might have the same effect on on cable TV, that a movie like like X Men or X Two had on or Spider Man had on the movies a decade ago, where I can really see stuff like Lock and Key and Fables and maybe Why the Last Man and and that kind of stuff um, being being fast tracked to TV now. Hopefully, um, as, as they see um, that as 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 a possible possible success story. So, uh I think both those things were really important.
5: Nice. I uh, I um I went with comicsology and and I mean digital in general. I know a year mm-hmm. ago we were all talking about long box and and <laughs> Yeah, I know, wow, talking <laughs> <laughs> about you know, um Whew. it's l- dropping the ball. Long box is uh is to us what earth one was to chris so the, the, oh, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, hey betamax it's just i mean they, oh, they, it's great they're releasing you know apparently um i guess uh millers and, and jones wanted was the top downloaded comic from comiXology um dave they've,
2: they've earth done, one superman a uh, new york times bestseller
0: no question oh, do great it do doesn't great. speak to the quality of it <laughs>
5: thank you um you just i mean they they've come out with um with the branded stores for for Marvel for DC for IDW um i i know that there are people who i i think today there were announcements that uh i think atomic robo the the digital trades are are like 4 bucks on on Comixology. um they're they're always expanding the library. I, I just. I mean, earlier today, I read the Young Justice preview zero preview issue. I, it's just drawn by Mike Norton. Yes. Uh, it, it's. I just think it's. I know. I'm with me in digital. It's just. It's another way through my comics. I'm not looking to digital as a replacement for my paper books. So it's. No. It's nice to have an alternative. For when I want to read my books, if I don't want to, do you still, b-
2: you still buy? Do you still buy CDs occasionally? Yes. yes. Do you do you download uh, tracks or full albums? Yes. On, on, and do you get like uh, compilation CDs occasionally? Yes. So you mean it's okay to. By your entertainment in multiple <laughs> ways. Yes, absolutely. They don't, all, they don't all have to be, you know, lined no. up on a shelf. Doesn't it have to
5: be you know, either or. Nope. It's it's and it's whole fucking thought. You know. But I I just think they've they've done they've done um, they've done a lot in the past year, and I think it can only go up from here. I, I don't remember hearing too much about Comicsology. Before I, I knew who they were and 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 they had they had the apps for the iPhone and the iPod, but um, mm-hmm. just the, the I, I mean I was reading Box Thirteen off of it. That's right. Yeah. It, it's it's just I I want to see. I mean and this you know go, goes with Vince and and what he said about growing a set and and, and pricing things reasonably. It's just we'll it. Do the next thing. It's, um, yeah, you know, and I, I'm, happy to see it i mean it it it'll be cool to say you know i remember when it was growing pains you know and 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 i'll i'm looking forward to seeing where it goes from here and i just think i, I think it's a buck it's had a wake huge... up guys it's a buck it's a 99 cents a huge it's a fucking dollar.
2: anybody will throw down a dollar yeah. on anything you're it's right. a buck wake up and smell it True. it's a buck True.
3: and it's
0: see, and we it's... we keep going back to scott McLeod with Bucks. his micro payments he, the guy's yeah. vision is yeah
3: yeah you're right it's yeah. funny well yeah, we don't. We really we don't have the time to get into that aside. But I have, I I do agree with you. I I, I was very very skeptical of micro at the time that it was. He illuminated that, but it's obviously born. It's become very much the status quo. Um, yeah. So the good news for our listeners, those at least haven't that haven't fallen asleep, is that we're past the industry stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> comic stuff now. Uh, so we're going to go into the characters categories, Woo-hoo. um, talking about the shit we love. Uh, so Vince, you're going to start us off with the
0: oh, ironic yeah.
3: again, because this is one of your favorite categories. You were giddy about it on the, uh, when we were exchanging emails, resurrection of the year, Vince, bring it. What do you got?
0: All right. I have no, to life. I have no runners up in this category because the winner was by an overwhelming margin with myself. <laughs> it is from the pages of day tripper. Braz de Olivia Domingos is my resurrection of the year. He came back multiple times within the pages of Day Tripper, and I think we'll leave it at that for now because you're probably going to hear that comic mentioned again as we work our way up. Nice, the, the, well done, the, my friend. Yeah,
2: great choice. Great choice. Uh, um, I love David's answer. <laughs> Chris, you're up. <laughs> oh, I'm up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I almost changed it because. Uh, would uh, uh inform me that many people on the forum said that around comics was the favorite resurrection of the year. But whoa, whoa, that, would be, that, would, that, would, that would be a little self certain <laughs> uh, yeah, the brightest day twelve. Uh it's I, I'm still reading Brightest Day, um still enjoying it and uh uh to to bring back twelve heroes and villains and then have uh have kind of the direction of the universe uh Kind of focusing on that in bits and pieces ha- has been pretty interesting. So um, th- there weren't a ton of resurrections around comics that uh, uh, pun pun uh, <laughs> exactly. That, Jesus, that I, that you're always, such a horse. Always, always hucking. Always, always on the grind. ABC baby. Always Damn. be close. And, uh, but um, but yeah, I, I I have enjoyed I have enjoyed following the uh, the Brightest day twelve. to comics.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. uh, David
5: what you got because I can see what yours and I love it I love it great. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote quite simply my resurrection of the year is Cyclops' is balls nice
0: yes it's, do uh, I nice. put that in the show notes Cyclops' balls yeah, there that's you
5: go you that's what the vote is yeah um, it's it's uh, it was I thought I mean it's always great to be a Cyclops fan but I think this oh, year with the second coming was uh, it just stepping into that, that leadership role and, and we kinda got a little bit of it earlier before this year with with Messiah Complex and, and after you know, Charlie was killed and in air quotes and um and Scott had to take charge and the team goes to the West Coast and, and the whole thing with Utopia, but it just it was he was a badass and, and um I enjoyed seeing it.
0: cyclops even guy gardner warrior has an understudy (laughs) oh shit
3: oh shit uh my vote uh those that know me well know not a surprise uh deadpool's prominence hey uh laughing style he may be um you know i am a huge fan
2: uh and i have to say that you will uh, never see a bigger year for deadpool exactly exactly he
3: he and I think, uh, you know, we do like to beat up on Marvel uh, because they are the big dog and it's easy to beat up on them, but I, I loved that they were so unabashedly tongue-in-cheek with Deadpool this year, um, pushing the envelope, putting out four ongoings at once, and then, you know, he was in, he guessed in just about every book in some way. He was in, played a major role in Secret Invasion. He he's He's now a part of... You know Marvel's top new book and Uncanny X Force, and it's just he's all over the place. He's got a max book, he's got a a pulp book, a noir book. It's just um you know. And did it get overboard? Yeah, it did. You know, and that's why two of the four ongoings are now canceled for 2011. And, and uh we knew that would right. You know that no no character, maybe outside of Batman or uh Spider-Man. maybe only Batman, frankly, can carry that many books on its faces. So I, I I I thought it was going to go Hypernova. It did. But in the meantime, um, in, in betwixt a lot of that, that ancillary stuff, there were a lot of really fun stories, um, a lot of the fun art, and uh, and as a fan of, admittedly, one of his bigger fans, at least in the podcasting world, I was giddy for it. And you're right, Chris, I, I, if we do this show for another 10 years, uh, 20 years,
2: I, I don't know that we'll ever have a year where Deadpool appears. In You'll be anyhow. like, remember 2010? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
3: It, all, it so. all hinges on
0: David, so... That's cards, right. right. So, so yeah.
3: Uh for, for resurrection of the year, um, really the top three vote getters all were part of um were all DC. Um uh, thirty uh, twenty only, it speaks to comics, right? Twenty nine different uh characters. <laughs> Resurrections. The, so that tells you how often people come back from the dead. Um but the winner uh with uh excuse <laughs> me, nearly a third of the vote was Bruce Wayne. Not surprising. You know, yeah. most popular character in DC right now. The Bat books are they're Five cash cow, so comics. not not a, not a huge surprise there. But but a third of the people voted for Bruce Wayne, uh, and then a big chunk of people also voted for Aquaman and for Dead uh, oh, Man.
0: Aquaman, yeah,
2: both part of
3: the
2: it's been. I'm I'm actually really enjoying reading about Boston Brand. It's I've always liked mm-hmm. Dead Man, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. He's right. Uh, um I, I think a character is one of the coolest looking characters.
5: I love that sure. that uniform.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> so jumping to death of the year, I think right? I think Chris and I should swap the next two because okay,
3: he- oh yeah yeah sure okay so so yeah we'll we'll do that because uh, <laughs> so this one is death of the year and again as with comics you know you can't be a, a reader of comics without dealing with death and resurrection that's just part of the the nature of the beast so this is kind of the ying to the last. Categories, Yang. Um, so, although it's technically Chris's turn, we'll let David jump in because I think Chris said that David stole his answer. So, David, what was your vote for uh, mine, of- mine wasn't a
5: Mine um, wasn't a character. It, it almost was a character, but then later on when the news came, what was happening with, coinciding with DC's restructuring, reshuffling, what have you, uh, was the closing of the doors of a few of their publishing arms. And one of them, of course, was Wildstorm. I was not happy to see them go. Yep yep Mm
2: i agree it was uh it's hard because they have they have vertigo and and wildstorm was kind of in a way the image of dc the image comics of dc where where you would see stuff like the highwaymen and mysterious the unfathomable i mean the
5: boys were supposed to be there right
2: well, the boys started there. Right, so
5: Paul said,
2: eh, this isn't really something that Warner would like to
5: have our fingerprints on. Uh, so was even, there cutting-edge superhero stuff? Because, they I mean, if, if there was no Wildstorm... Astro, City, a, Astro City. Astro City. Astro City. Right, When well, I think, too,
3: from a history perspective, you never like to see an imprint die that gave you Planetary and the Authority. Right. And, you Wildcats. I mean? Just Storm Wildcats. Wild,
0: the good, the best of the Wildcats. Right,
3: right, All right. All of the ABC stuff, I mean, yeah. which was... Every piece of it was amazing, and yeah. So, um, yeah, that was. A great, I, I didn't think of it when I was cause I was thinking of characters, and then I saw your guys yeah. vote, and I was like, oh, that's a really good choice. So, hey, one, of,
2: one of my one of my favorite OGNs of the year, um, A God Somewhere, was right, yeah, was a Wildstorm book. That that's was true. a place. It, mm-hmm. it unfortunately, Wildstorm is it, it's now one less place that creators can go for their creator own projects. Sure. And, that's and that, as The Walking Dead would attest, is important for the future of of the comic industry. Not the medium, because the medium will always survive. But for the for the industry, we need creators to have as many outlets for their fresh, new, and original ideas as possible. And now we have one last. It's true.
0: Yep.
3: Uh, mine was a character uh, and. Vince and I are again yin and yang here as he chose for his resurrection of the year, I for the same reason chose for Death of the Year, and that is bras de Oliva Domingos from Day Tripper. Yep. Uh, and I'll just like Vince, I'll leave it at that for now. But uh, but yes. certainly to me this was I when I went to fill out my ballot the first time, there were like four or five categories that I popped in right away, and this was one that I was like, Oh, this that's it was an easy one for me to pick on that one. So um I will just leave it at that. Vince, what was yours?
0: Same thing. Ah, oh, okay. Bra- <laughs> Bras-, Bras de Olivia Domingo Death it's and it. Resurrection. Huh? Yes, uh, it's yes. It, well. There, that's the theme of the book. But it, it, one of them anyway. It's just amazing that so late in the 2010 game that uh I could read something that just. Almost eclipses everything that came before it in terms I of man, it, grand, yeah. impact and and just resonance and power. And mm-hmm. it, it was it's an amazing amazing book, and it just captivated me. So mm-hmm. it it got my death and my resurrection.
3: Nice. Like, yeah, I can't read this. Oh, it's so good. This is one where the uh, one of the unusual categories where the audience really wasn't in sync with with our line of thinking on this one at all. Um, just looking at the top book vote- getters uh, the 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 I guess the biggest runners up. Actually all three, much like the resurrection was the top three vote getters were DC, uh interestingly in the Death of the Year the top three vote getters were uh Marvel characters.
1: Yeah.
3: Um the runners up were the Century, which I think people voted for because they were happy to see him go. I <laughs> yeah, spoiler yeah, that, that that should have been best news of the year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, best news of the year. Yeah, he was second place. He was second place. Uh, Aries was third place. And I, again, presume not that's a different. I presume people were more interested in the way with which he died (laughs) um, and in the event at which he died. Uh, And 34 different deaths were chronicled in our votes this year. So, again, shows you a lot of dying comics. But the winner with almost 19%, which I get, I didn't vote for edit because he's a guy i've certainly been a fan of for a long time and that's the elf uh nightcrawler Kurt, that probably so, would have been mine yeah yeah
2: so um you know we'll leave it at that but uh, no better way to uh to end an event by uh killing a, a b or c list char- character character well,
0: to be <laughs> fair, oh, i don't know about even, it, yeah, yeah i don't know about b or c for nightcrawler yeah okay.
2: the elf died uh, it, he he lots of people dealers.
3: died
0: oh christopher
3: uh Nightcrawler uh, died early on in Second Coming. spoilers. He's, 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 in, he's in love with Deadman right now, so he's yeah.
5: all about C-list characters. Uh, oh, <laughs>
3: Deadman's Dead Dead Man's a D-list character. I mean, come but, on. Uh, but, but, uh, I will say this again. Have to, uh, just, we have lots of categories to get through, but I will say this. I, I personally thought, I guess again, just given the importance uh, of the X characters in the Marvel Pantheon, uh, give me a Nightcrawler death as a significant event over a Bill Foster well, death any day of the week. So After over uh, a who? a Bill Foster death, Goliath, and so forth. Oh, far. yeah. So it's like, so, you know, I mean, I, uh, I you know, and, and the way with which they killed him, I know it's comic, so he can always come back, and he probably right. will be back in a year or two, but, again, if there's any, since death is so common in mainstream comics, the way with which they chose to kill him suggests to me at least we probably, at least shouldn't see him for a long time, right. if ever. I mean, we. Right. This isn't one of those things like, oh, Kirk got sent off to some dimension elsewhere. No, he, he, he pretty he much... Clearly dead. You know, so at, at least
2: he was. At, at least he wasn't the largest black man in the world being killed by the most powerful white man. White dude.
0: Yeah. Um, I, even how, I how didn't much, read that into that. Though. How What's many
5: that, voted you? for? Uh, how many voted for Cable? Um. That seven. Remember Cable, cable died. died? Yeah. That's the event.
0: Yeah. He didn't seven die. Cable. Cable's Cable's not dead. I know. It's not dead. Yeah,
5: it's okay.
3: Okay, so then uh, this would be... Uh, this, this would be would mine, be it's turn, but We're going to let Chris start us off, and that is the favorite new character or team of 2010.
2: This was this was slam dunk, easy, no problem. Yeah, seriously. Love, love, love the cast of the Sixth Gun, the entire cast. Yeah. Uh, Drake Sinclair, <laughs> in particular, fantastic <laughs> character. And uh, uh, have been... You were chopping up a little bit.
3: But there I believe you said Drake Sinclair for those that were listening at home you were oh, I'm sorry. Fuzzy.
1: yeah
2: um yeah w- with it without a doubt uh, the sixth gun it, it didn't surprise me in how much I liked it this year because you know i've I've loved cullen and brian's work on uh, on the damned previous to this, and the sixth gun I think you saw them grow as creators and storytellers. And it was everything that I hoped it was going to be, and more and and those characters are so incredibly realized within two three issues and now we just get to learn more and more about them and uh yeah it's uh it's it's a it's a damn fine
5: book and a and a mm-hmm. great cast mm hmm Yep. I agree. And David, you <laughs> I I definitely agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been it's one of the first if it if I, well now it will be the first thing I I read now that there's no more Thor of the Mighty Avenger but with with the Sixth Gun, it it was it's one of those things where I couldn't wait to open up the DCBS box every month. It was just I mean, it's from from the writing to the art to, to the characters on on the pages. It's just it's it's so much fun and and I mean and I grew up and I've enjoyed westerns and things like that. But this just takes it to a whole other level and and there's just so much fun there. And and yeah, as, yeah. Soon, as soon as I thought about it, and I see Chris wrote it. And I was just like some bitch. So yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that was actually my
3: runner-up. Um, so my vote went to Uncanny X Force. Naturally, um, you know, it's a big book, obviously. Big Marvel title, but uh, it just hits my sweet spot. Wolverine, love him. Uh, Deadpool, love him. And then Phantom Mechs, fringe character, D-list, love him to death. So you put all those guys on a team together, and I just it's beyond giddiness for me. Uh, the writing's been tight. The art's been tight. So it's just been a really fun ride the last few months. So uh, that was easily, for me, the vote, in spite of how much I adored the uh, Six-Gun uh, crew as well. So. Cool. What do you got,
0: Vince? Uh, if you take a step back and try and chart, like, uh, like say take a Terrence McKenna approach to the comics industry, uh, from say the 60s to the present time and just chart the instances of novelty where someone produces something so different, so new that it just uh changes a lot of stuff in its wake. Now, obviously in the 60s you had a lot of that. Novel the novelty would be very high. And then in the 70s it arguably peaked even more. And then from then on, you know, you'll get your little spikes, but for the most part, we've seen it all before. And, and they just seem to be recycling the same themes and the same, uh, you know, especially in the mainstream books where, where they'll take an idea and run with it for years. Like in the nineties, it was the grim and gritty and it was just like this, the landscape of comics didn't seem to change for a lot of years. There, there's one book that, that came out from image that is unlike anything I've seen. Ever and and I gave my favorite new character team uh, award to the entire cast of um, James Stokoe's Orkstein. Because I knew it. You, 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 you know awesome. me. I, I, I love the offbeat. I love things that challenge the status quo and try and present uh, or transform an uh, an art form in, in new and different ways, different ways of saying things, different uh, approaches to, to creating comics. And Orkstein is just it's nuts it's wacky it's world building they use work
2: junk as currency
0: i know and it's just I, I was totally shocked and surprised and when something does that to me i take notice because uh, i'm kind of jaded we've seen a lot of shit come through the pipe in the comics world and nothing of it none of it is is akin to orc stain it's just totally new and, and i love Orc stain's awesome yes it is yeah I, so I, that's my.
3: I, vote. I'm not surprised by your vote. That makes perfect sense for you. Yeah. Um. I am actually shocked by the winner of the audience vote. Uh. In spite of the fact it's the same thing I voted for. Uh. Ten percent of our forum community that cast votes voted for Uncanny X Force. Um. Which surprises me because I don't. I don't get the sense from our community that they're like hugely over the top, <laughs> like top Marvel these you know readers. Like I don't yeah. like get that sense. So. Um, but I think because of the quirkiness of the characters, maybe. But yes, yeah, so that's the um, forty-eight different uh, characters or teams were got at least a vote. But Uncanny X-Force took ten percent of them. Um, other, uh, pretty Marvel-heavy with the runners-up Thunderbolts, the new Luke Cage-led team, which I agree is actually a fun, a fun group. Uh, Secret Avengers, um, not doing it for me per se, but I get that uh, it's Bru Baker book. Lots of you know, Defenders-esque kind of classic characters in that. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the, uh, the other runner-up of note was Skinner Sweet uh, from American Empire. Uh,
0: ah. So
6: we will Who we'll adapt. hear about a little bit later.
0: Oh, look at that. Foreshadowing. That's right.
6: Hey, guys. This is Terry, Passenger6x3 on Twitter. About a week or so ago, I asked Vince for a little help on some, some books. Uh, I got one of them so far, which is The Squirrel Machine. And uh, I wanted a book I could just go into blindly. And I went into this thing not knowing what was ahead of me. The story is uh, beyond up my alley. Uh, The idea of everything in it was just from somewhere else. I'm I'm a Terry Gilliam, David Cronenberg, David Lynch fan, so uh you know, if you're like those guys you uh, you just may may have a book here with uh, the scroll machine that yeah you just might want to read but i uh, i thank Vince very much it's a, it's a very interesting book very interesting and uh recommend it recommend it if you're looking for something that's on the absolute opposite end of the spectrum of com- of uh Common comic books, something that's uh, yeah not going to be for your mother to read, not for the kids, but uh, something for you to to read and mull over, if you will. But yeah, highly recommend. And once again, thank you, Vince. Can't wait for the next book. <laughs> Bye.
3: I'm a favorite villain or villain as Chris alluded, my vote goes to Skinner Sweet uh, American Vampire, awesome new comic by Scott Snyder uh, with a little help in the first arc from a, little, uh, a certain guy named Stephen King uh, but it is a in a world that's overflowing with vampire stories these days uh, it seemed like this book could have been one of those uh, oh, vertigos trying to capitalize on the Twilight meme, look out but uh, this is not at all like that no. it's, it's more uh, Deadwood yeah, absolutely. It's it's a Skinner suite. um Is the anti-hero of the book. He certainly, uh, you know, again, I'm voting for, for favorite villain. He actually got a fairly amount, a good decent amount of votes for favorite hero. Next, um, but he is not a hero. He's an anti-hero at best. He's he's evil through and through. Uh, cowboy gets turned into a vampire in the old west um, effectively becomes through a set of circumstances. He's not just a vampire. He's a day-, day Walker for lack of a better term. He can go out in the day. He's got powers and strength beyond that of typical vampires. And as, as a result, uh, he is a thorn in the side of the more powerful older vampires that are traditional, that are out there kind of running the world. They hate him because they know that he can fuck with them. Um, cool. and he's just sharply written, just a guy you love to hate. Awesome. Um, just love him to death, and and I I love vampire fiction, so for me I don't get tired of it, in spite of the fact that it's probably overwrought right now. So uh, he got yeah, my
2: but vote. The good, but the good the the upper crust is still good, and totally, and totally. You, you throw you throw you throw some great story uh, by Scott Snyder in with just absolutely beautiful artwork by Raphael Albuquerque, and it's a it's a it's a really good series.
0: I still need to try that.
2: It's really good. Yeah. Read, read 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 it in chunks. Um I, I think get the first hardcover. Yeah, yeah. Month to month I think it can kinda of lose you a little bit. But the first collection, um, which works all of the the um the, the backup stories in, which is all Skinner's uh uh Skinner Sweet story, it really gives you a much better uh understanding of everything that's going on. So the first collection was awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really. You're a vintage favorite villain or team I went with the most despicable character I could think of uh an entity whose mere mention of the name uh <laughs> causes the bile to rise in in many uh of those that hear it my fa- no my favorite villain Tom Brivort <laughs> <Nice. laughs>
1: <Nice. Nice>. Yep <laughs> there
0: you <are>. go <laughs>
2: Oh, you did know, That's hilarious! It. I did it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we've already talked about that. Uh, my uh, is okay if I go? Yeah, you betcha. Yes. All right. <laughs> my my uh, my favorite villain uh, or or team, and it's it's a villain, and this will come back uh, a little bit a little bit later in other ca- categories. Uh, I think this was a great year for Lex Luthor. Uh, action comics has been uh, has been a really really fun and entertaining comic and any time that you can take a villain and you can have have a writer that that looks inside of what motivates that that particular character and and you get to to understand them and their villainy maybe not maybe not uh root for them but respect them a little bit more i think is a very good thing and uh and lex Luthor had a very good year as a villain this
5: year yep can't argue awesome. that david i went uh i went old school i i decided to go with dr doom only because mm-hmm. mostly because of um of Doom War. I, you know, you just you come in and and you, and you, you think, yeah, I'm just going to come in and, and take over your country and then you have, you have some X-Men and and your boy Deadpool and, and right. and Black Panthers and they're all, and, 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 and Storm and they're all going to try to stop them and it's just, it's, it's like, really, I, I, one country's not good enough for you, I mean, I know you want the world and all, but it's just, I, I, I thought about the vulture, some, the new vulture or some of the other characters from, from, Amazing spider-man this year with the gauntlet but nobody really kept coming back to me like dr doom
3: love it my favorite scene from doom war david regarding doom was when he has to go in front of the panther god and he passes the test you know because it's like (laughs) he like in his world his like he's taking over the world for all purely good purposes like in his mind that's just Uh the thing that needs to be done it's awesome yeah good (laughs) good vote good vote um the audience, pretty diverse votes here. Um, the uh, uh, 55 different villains or teams got a vote uh, in this one, which is a pretty huge number. One of the biggest we had. Um, not surprised by the winner, though, uh, was Secret Six. Uh, it is, I think, one of the better ongoing books at, at DC. Uh, so, I, you know, 12% of the votes cast went to Secret Six. Just behind it though, uh like literally like just a vote or two more would have probably put it in ahead of it was uh, Lex Luthor, Chris's vote. Mm-hmm. Uh very D C heavy. Third place was the Joker, um uh, which I think was more pertaining to uh Batman and Robin uh and his role there this year. Uh and then the only non DC villain to garner any kind of you know, notable percentage was the Plutonian from Wow uh,
2: From Irredeemable. Irredeemable Yeah, which is a great villain.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: How many so, well, votes yeah.
0: did Tom Brevoort get? He what? got a couple. Oh, <laughs> <literally>. <laughs> he did actually. He did, he did get a couple. Uh, so
3: uh now Vince, you are up, my friend. You you start us off with uh favorite hero or team?
0: Oh, this was uh an easy one for me. Uh it ties into um, my favorite new to me work, so I'm letting a little cat out of the bag on this one. But uh people have been pushing this book with me for years. Oh, I know uh, you have to say. Nice. Mr. Darth Kramer, uh Matt Kramer has been telling me that I would absolutely oh, love it for a hey. long time. I, and I resisted. Damn it. I don't know why, because uh, you know me, I'm I'm steeped <laughs> in the horror genre. Oh, I no. love oh. No, I I love exploitation films. I love horror films and slasher films. Why I oh, have wonderful. I have I not tried uh, Hack Slash before this. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but I mean, I I read the first Omnibu and the My First Maniac, and I absolutely adore it. And my favorite hero team is Cassie Hack and Vlad.
1: Yep.
2: Okay.
0: From Tim Seeley's uh, and Company's Hack Slash, it's a great book.
2: They're the Tango and Cash of horror comics.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh,
2: Jesus. <laughs> wow, that's a reach. Oh, <laughs> no Nicholas. it's it's awesome, and, and yeah tim- tim Tim makes good comics,
0: yeah, and from tim, what you I hear, and Chris
2: Campbell are very happy to hear you vote for that
0: the uh yeah. comicsology isn't the hack slash really moving on that too yeah yeah it's definitely, yeah. It's
3: definitely yeah, so,
0: yeah, good for him so
3: chris, you were up my friend who did who who's your favorite hero heroic team this year
2: um i I think sometimes we have a tendency of um kind of forgetting about sustained success and sustained quality that something can be good for for years and 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 now well over a decade and you just kind of come to you know expect it and so it becomes less special but just about You know, any year over the last probably five or six years, you could ask me, who is your favorite hero, character, team, etc.? And any time I pick up a comic that is either a Hellboy comic or a BPRD comic, I know, I mean, I know that I'm going to get a well-written story, I'm going to get beautiful artwork, and ultimately I'm going to get something that is... That is incredibly entertaining, and continue to do that this year. And uh, Big Red and, uh, and and the rest of the cast at uh, at the Bureau of uh, Paranormal Research and Defense continue nice. to be the best best hero and team in comics. Excellent, love it. I think love the it.
0: Plague of Frogs um, omnibus came out today.
2: Came out today. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, you didn't get it? <laughs> no. Oh boy! oh shit. what
0: he's gone no he, he he goes away, he comes back and he goes away
2: bought every single oh. fuck hold on <laughs> well okay, start over Jason.
3: <laughs> I bought every single b p r d trade right before that hard uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, time <What? first> <laughs> that sucks. <man. laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but anyway, David,
5: you're up, my friend. Uh, I uh, just very simple based on Don't. previous votes. Uh, X-Men. X-Men just died from the whole, basically because of Second Coming. It, it was just it, it was it was. Yeah, I felt a really strong year for them, and of course, you know, you had things like like X-Force spin out of it, and and it's just it's the the mutants are in a. It's a good place right now with me. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: you mean the the story that had the fake death of Cable, which will lead to the new ongoing, which will be a top five book, and everybody will nice. buy it. Nice.
5: <laughs> At two ninety nine. Nice.
0: I hope. Uh, that Cable, uh, please. Jesus.
3: Please. <laughs> David and I uh, are are of. Can you hear me by the way? Yes, we yep. can. Thank God. Uh, David, I almost voted for X Men because I agree with you. This has been a. I thought this was a really good year for the X world. That. Uh, probably the best in a long time, uh if you look at it in totality. But I couldn't for me I it had to be a runner up because for me there was no other than my brother, <laughs> Mr. Alan Diesler, aka Aphrodisiac. I mean He's like your my- alter ego at this point. Seriously? Yeah I mean he is the avatar is Aphrodisiac is my avatar not just on on comic book related forms but on like the football guys message board. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's awesome. It's just become I, that book tickled me in a way that's almost inappropriate. You know, almost as if, <laughs> if, it's, if, it's, if I was like a, a 8 boy, and, and it was a priest. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I just love the character. I love the way, the love that he was crafted by Maruka and, and Jim. Um, just uh, every every piece of that work in, from the graphic design to the stories to to his backstory being different with each each little vignette is just to me he was the he was the guy that i'll take away from 2010 that the you know aphrodisiac and i hope some way shape or form we're not done seeing original stories
0: no, of i because, doubt uh, it you can't uh, sell that many books for an indian not see them again
3: yeah, I hope, I hope you're right. Uh, yeah. so again, not too surprising. Uh, number one, the votes from the, uh, 11 o'clock community, uh, kind of different from the way we went about it. 67 different people got a vote though. So that, that's a huge number. Um, the winner, uh, 14% of the vote was, uh, Batman, Dick Grayson version of Batman. Um, mm-hmm. which, uh, again, which awesome. if you, look at, yeah, if you look at the, success of the Bat Books this year post killing off Bruce clearly was a commercial and critical success for DC so you gotta tip your hats again if you're gonna call if you're gonna if you're gonna call foul when the big two make editorial driven decisions you gotta give them credit when one of them works out I do think Go this ahead. one worked out for them and, uh, to th- and to
2: think we're just we're just a couple years removed from finding out that that Dan DiDio wanted to kill Dick Grayson in Infinite
3: <laughs> yeah that's right that's right so he was the top vote getter um, which I get uh, on Marvel side, the number two, very close behind him. Again, not surprising, I think, um, to those that, that are Marvel zombies. Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, I think that that was a book obviously coming out three times a month. Uh, it's very high quality throughout the whole year, or at least for most of the year. Uh, o- Omit being saluted. Uh, but, uh, but no, Spidey was <laughs> the Marvel vote there. The other vote, uh, runners-up of consequence, were Hal. Of course, it's always been Hal, right, David. Uh, Green <laughs> no. uh, and then the Justice League International which we're seeing in the Justice League Generation Lost miniseries so
0: nice cool yeah
3: alright let, let so, us move
0: on what's the next category
3: uh, next Chris we're into the, the webcomic that's right yeah the who's favorite webcomic you are Chris oh um
0: did we skip right. one favorite what's book up? magazine about comics oh I added that that's um, my own category <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we just, we just throw that in. Uh, I was tweaking the list. Go ahead. I'm this, sorry. this is, I
2: believe, Jason, the, the first year that this has been official category for us. Yes, and and we should thank um, Mr.
3: Dave Wachter, mm-hmm. uh for, I think, appropriately
2: beating us over the head last year for not having it as a category. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I and admittedly, web, web comics or something that I don't visit. On a daily basis, sometimes weekly, and, and I'm, I'm very much a layman about it. I'm not an expert. There are people that, that web comics are their primary delivery method for comics. Right. And so I think that web comic fans and printed comic fans sometimes can fall into two different groups. And so it, it's, it's a little different for me because a lot of the web comics that I read, I think are, um traditional print comics that aren 't in print uh, gun guns of Shadow Valley, I think is a perfect example of that i don 't know um, and it is it 's an Eisner nominated web comic, but I think it has every intention of being a a printed comic at some point where i 've seen some web comics that are um, very, very much digital. Um, on-screen presentations, and so I think you get into into different kinds of of, of web comic delivery. But you know, it, it's all cool. But my my favorite ones from the last year, um, obviously, Guns of Shadow Valley. I think that Dave is doing an amazing job with that, and I can't wait to get a collected edition of it yes. very soon. Um, my next favorite was um actually collected and I had read it in bits and pieces uh on the web and then was um overjoyed that Challengers uh ordered collections of uh, a beautiful hardcover of the abominable Charles Christopher from um um Oh uh oh, Carl yep. and it, yep, and it is i'm I'm looking at it right now, and it's like it's velvety on the outside, and you don't get that whenever you, you don't get that whenever you touch your computer screen. Um, <laughs> uh, i I love the abominable uh, Charles Christopher, but my favorite web comic of the last year, which i I also have in printed form, is God hates astronauts thank mm-hmm. you for that by the way. Isn't it awesome? Oh god,
5: yeah. Yeah.
2: Ryan Brown and uh, you can find this at godhatesastronauts.com created uh, a comic that uh oh gosh, uh quite simply it has a uh, uh John Sullivan uh and uh, and fighting bears. And then it gets weirder. Oh, nice! Bear fights are never can never go wrong. Yeah, and And
0: giant exploding heads. Yeah,
2: it's God hates. Oh, I read this. Yeah, you sent me this. That's right. Yeah, it's
4: pretty
2: good. It's it's so it's so over the top, comic book fun, ridiculous. (laughs) Awesome!
0: Come on, call a spade a spade. It's pretty fucked up. (laughs) It's, but it's it's it's, it's really good. God hates. I loved it. it. I nice. loved it.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, my book Oh I'm sorry, gonna. David, you're up. Sorry, my bad. Uh, I'm
5: sorry. You're um I up. Uh, you're getting giddy. Like 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 Chris, <laughs> I had a couple um runners up. I had uh, of course The Guns of Shadow Valley and, and and Mystery Solved and um and what I love about Mystery Solved with Zach is that he'll have different artists work on the different stories. I mean you the abominable Charles Christopher except less except on the times where there'll be a guest strip. Um, it's all Carl Kershaw and, and, yeah. uh, and, and the same thing with guns of shadow Valley that that's Dave. And I, I like mystery salt because you get to spruce things up from time to time. The, uh, th- there's yeah. also the guys who, um, who do least I could do. And the gutters one, uh, one pager three days a week. Um, but I think my favorite one of the year is Minaj Afri, and that is about um, Gary. When well, I came up to visit you and Renee. There you go. <laughs> 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 it's, about, it's about Gary, who is a comic book geek, who uh, his roommates include um, Z. And uh, who is bisexual? And Dee Dee, who is uh, who is French, who just loves taking her shirt off any chance she gets. The the nice. artist is very much like um, oh, I you, know. I was like, <laughs> you love Z, big time. Um, it's it's uh, there's there are there's gay couples, there's bisexual couples, there's straight couples. And and uh, there are, a couple times a week, probably you'll see um, big or small breasts that, that they have no problem with nudity
1: <laughs>
0: david's a david's a pig he's re- is, he's revealing it
5: it, it is dirty uh three dot uh, net is the uh is the url and it is the uh, number three or, three or the word yeah, nope, the number three um set in montreal and uh and the cast is great the art is fantastic it's not i want to say it's it's kind of like um it's almost like if if Dan Parent maybe was drawing manga it's oh it's, my god you're selling me big time right now. dude it's, it's a great strip man I love it it comes out a couple thanks days thanks for ago. waiting until now to tell us about it hey, hey man it's, it's the Klaskers uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's co-written <laughs> uh, the writers are, uh, are, are uh, Giz and Dave01 and uh, Giz also draws the strip and it is uh, like I said it's it's, it's real huh. for it. but it's cool. it's funny it's cool no it's it's good stuff
3: Nice, that's awesome. Uh, I had to go uh, first. My favorite web strip, because and again, personal uh, affection definitely plays a role here, is Ants by our buddy Julian Lytle. Of course. Uh, you can find it at ants a n t s not z dot dot com. <laughs> uh, Julian just actually this week put out his hundredth strip. Um, he was doing it weekly. Now he's doing it twice a week. Uh, it's a wacky strip. It's a strip about uh, a couple of oversized anthropomorphic ants that live in the real world, and it's this conglomeration, sort of a look into Julian's mind. Which those of you that know Julian personally know that that's a fun place to be, um, where he'd look at through these ants this sort of combination of, of what's going on in urban culture and pop culture and political, you know, uh, issues, and then throws in a bunch of sort of way back cultural references to video gaming and you know 80s and 90s stuff and uh, and, and you know then he, he he and and he tells it in a very uh, it's very jargonistic you know a lot of hip-hop re- references a lot of uh, a lot of languages he likes to say so it's one of those strips where I definitely think if you don't know Julian or if you don't feel that wavelength you might read and go I don't get it but for me every time I read it I'm I have a huge smile on my face it just cracks me up I always get it. I know what he's coming. I know where he's coming from. It just, I just think it's, it's literally, it's a, it's, it's such a personal insight into the way Julian thinks about the world, which is a unique viewpoint. And I love it. So, mad props to him. And then, uh, the tie was with the World of Hurt, which, uh, is, uh, worldofhurtonline.com. That is kind of coincident with my love for Aphrodisiac. Uh, it's, it's written, illustrated by Jay Potts. Uh it's a black exploitation strip. Um through and through it's a the central character is Isaiah Pastor Hurt, um, who is as Jay Potts has said, it's Jim Kelly in comic strip form. Um it basically the guy is, you know, a do gooder, Mm -hmm. um a ladies man, straight out of the seventies. He doesn't carry a gun, he just kicks ass. Uh he doesn't take money. He's like a hero for hire, but he doesn't take money, he just gets favors in return. And it's just masterfully done. It's uh again, if you're a fan of exploitation, um, then this is absolutely up rally, uh, which I'm a huge fan of. So those two com- those are uh, those are two of the webcomics that I read the second that they hit the RSS feed. So they were it was pretty easy for me, uh, to cast my vote for those. What do you got, now,
0: Is there a funky spelling on Hurt or is it just H U R T?
3: No, it's, it's her. Uh, it's hurt, H-U-R-T. It's World of Hurt Online, all one word, dot com.
0: Mm, cool. Uh, I, I did a lot of soul searching on this one because uh, the very few web comics that I do read are all done by friends of ours, sure. whether it, it be, you know, Zach Krusey or Dave Wachter or Julian. And for me to pick one above the other, I couldn't do it. So I threw them all out. And That's I right. went... W- no, I think that's fair. Uh sure. I I can't pick you b- can't from pick my buddies. You pick between your children? It's it's buddies, <laughs> not children. Um uh, they would all be very <laughs> ugly, but be really well hung. Um and Hilarious. so so I did I went with my man Brian Chippendale. And oh, his okay. uh and his puke force comic that comes out uh multiple times a week through the picture box website. It's done in that art-brute, ratty-line, pantoresque style that Chippendale does so well. uh takes place um, approximately in the Ninja-verse. Uh, it's the same kind of world and characters that he populated his uh, huge honkin' ninja graphic novel with. Uh, it's, again, it's very idiosyncratic. It's very much Brian Chippendale. If you uh, have read his uh, web log or have encountered him in the past the the strip is very much his way of thinking he spent he he introduced this coffee house and populated it with all these characters and then it was blown up and he spent an entire like say six or eight uh, strips just uh, going back in time to the point before the bomb blew up and introducing these characters and their their you know desires and their loves and their hates and just who they are, and they would die at the end of the strip. And he would just rewind to before the bomb blew up for the next strip and show another couple characters, and then they would get decimated at the end and heads are flying around. It's a really cool strip, but it's completely Brian Chippendale, and I just love it. Uh, you can find that on the PictureBox website, pictureboxinc.com. There you go. Cool. Awesome. Puke Force. Oh. Love that name. Puke Force. <laughs> uh,
3: again, 49 different webcomics got a vote, so I'm sure nice. Dave Waxter hopefully <laughs> is happy to hear that because um, uh, a lot of us are reading uh, a lot more webcomics than we were even a year or two ago. Uh, 16% of the votes went to Guns of Shadow Valley, which happens Yay. to be <laughs> Mr. Nice. Dave Wachter's web webcomics, so he was the winner. Um and I think deservedly so. I know that yes. none of us voted for him directly, but I do read that uh, as soon as it comes out as well. It's fantastic. Um, the runners-up, uh, another friend of the show, Mystery Solved, and this is Zach Krusey, uh, with uh, right. revolving art, uh, as Yay. David included And then the other two runners-up of note were Axe Cop, which has huh. a yep. collection coming out soon. and oh, it's it's already out. Oh, okay, cool. And yeah, then Freak Angel, speaking of Mr. Warren Ellis, uh, which uh, has been coming out for quite some time now. So, mm-hmm. there you go.
0: Yep. Excellent, right. excellent, excellent. Uh, Next up, we have... have
5: favorite cover.
0: Yep, Chris is up. Ooh. Difficult. Uh, is no,
5: up? no, I,
2: I, no, I, I went... let off the last one. Oh, you... oh, David. oh it's me, sorry. Ah, no, no. It's, the, it's David. No, it's
5: me. You oh, go, no. you're, you're looking at the <laughs> no, <go>. Thresh Sheep. <laughs> Whereas we're going by the roll call. Let's go so by the it. spreadsheet, Jason. You're up.
0: Uh, favorite, favorite cover, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Isn't it... Uh, you went first last time, didn't you, Chris?
5: He just went... I just he, went... Yeah, he just so went, David's he, up. David's okay, up. <laughs> all right. Next year we'll do the spreadsheet Jesus. the way we do the roll call. Exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. David <laughs> is up, yeah. I uh,
0: even fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, you would.
5: Um, favorite cover, I, I... As much as we love looking at solicits and, and we're always looking at different covers because people post it on the forum. I kind of had to limit it to what I actually bought throughout the year. And because I wanted to pick secret Avengers number six, the vampire variant, which was mm-hmm. penciled by um, Amanda Connor and it was black widow with a vampire ant man on her neck that she's about to flick off. Uh, but I ended up going with um, Gotham city sirens, number 16, which was beautifully illustrated by uh, Guillaume March. Who it, It's it's a cover featuring Talia, and the detail on the saber she has pointed at Catwoman. I mean, the detail on the hilt, I'll, I'll show it to you guys after. But the colors are gorgeous. It's, it's two very beautiful women. It's Catwoman in her full costume. But uh, there's some side boob. From Talia going on, there's uh, it, it's a <laughs> I love really. the side uh, boom. I Love the side there's, boom. there's there's uh there's some low rider pants going on. So you kind of, I mean, there's it's she's looking at Catwoman, but there's a mirror behind Talia, so you see Catwoman's reflection in the mirror in the back of Talia in, in the mirror, and you see a close up on on Selena's eyes in the blade of um of the sword. But it's just the detail in the artwork is amazing and it's, it's it's the the colors are fantastic and march has a great way of of drawing the ladies but it, it's one cover that really stood out to me it's got detail it's just it kind of i i didn't i want i kind of had to avoid pinups and i there were a lot of covers that i there were i mean I was looking at the Alan Davis covers for Fantastic Four, and a mm-hmm. lot of them were great, but it it, it it just it had to come down to something that just popped for me. And sure, one.
3: respect, respect. Uh, I almost voted for Aphrodisiac. Uh, and there's two covers really. Um, the main cover of the main book is a close-up, uh, almost pixelated uh, of of Aphrodisiac. You can see just it's basically his face, but on his big old 70s shiny sunglasses in the reflection is this blonde girl looking up at him, which is awesome. Um, but I instead went with... What is she doing? Well, we don't know. It's for for him to to know and to find out. Um, I went with, uh, Sweet Tooth number 12 by our buddy, friend of the show, Mm -hmm. Jeff Lemire. Cool. Um, it's, uh, each, each cover's been, he's done a great job with the covers. Um, this particular one was Gus, the main character in the book. Um the left side of the of the cover is, is just Gus in sort of a, a you know, cameo uh profile, but then the other side is a paint by numbers. Love that cover. Yeah. That yeah. Love cover. it. Yeah. yeah so it, it's just uh even every day it's unique to comics. I haven't seen something like that. And uh it just it's just awesome. It was just so much fun. Uh, you know, just Jeff in his own element playing with his own characters in the universe just was awesome. So uh it just stuck to- for me with this you read so many comics and I, I I unfortunately don't I don't pay as much attention to covers on an issue by issue basis as I probably I guess should for this. So I always sort of start with what are the char- covers I even remember? You know like <laughs> like which ones can I pull off of memory without having to look back at them and uh and this was one that I could remember so yeah. it got my vote. Yeah. Uh Vince uh, what do you got?
0: I have runners up. Uh, first is uh, Raphael Grandpa for his cover to Strange Tales Two Number One. I think it's a it's a brilliant cover. The really, line yeah, work yeah, in it. that thing is gorgeous. Where all the heroes are coming out from the the left hand side and it, rendered in yeah, the the uh, typical Grandpa style. Uh, next up I had Basil Gogos for his cover to Bela Lugosi's Tales from the Grave. A beautiful painted oh, yeah, that, image yeah. of of Bela Lugosi. Uh, Charles Burns for his gorgeously rendered destruction of uh, the cover to Crossed Out, the first volume. Nice. And I have Jaime Hernandez, this cover to Love and Rockets, the news stories number three, with uh, Maggie uh, as a child and her brother and sister in, uh, well, I'll get to that later. But uh, my winner, uh, none of you have seen this probably, and I'll post it. On our forum in the appropriate thread, it's at bullpenbulletonspodcast.com forward slash forum. My best cover of the year goes to Paul Lyon for his cover to the Fort Thunder Monster Anthology. This cover is breathtaking. It's a wraparound cover. It's a big-ass book. I think it's like 12 by 10 or 14 by 10. It's huge, and it's just monster heads. But the rendering is just delicious. They, there's they they some of them have long hair, and just the way he drew the hair, and it's screen printed. It's amazing. You got to see it. I I can't do it justice by by uh, talking about. There's a like a big foot, another type monster in there, and all the heads are merging together, and it's coming around. And the way they did the type, the way he did the type treatment of monster going down vertically down the side. It's a gorgeous cover, and and I'll put it on the forum so you can see it. Yay.
2: All right. Um, my favorite, and I—I I actually thought about this uh, quite a bit because I, I think we all grew up, and there are covers that are just kind of burned into our brain a Hell little yeah. bit. You know, it's—it's it's, um, you identify with covers. I can probably—I I have uh, an affinity for for any X Men cover from like giant size to like 200 and those covers, those covers are burned into my brain and i I love those covers and they they almost all told a part of the story of what was going on inside of the comic and in this age of of solicits and uh you know uh, these nondescript you know stock covers it's it's exciting for me to see covers that actually tell some story to it um originally i was gonna pick jh williams cover to batwoman uh, uh zero which was some beautiful cover.
0: that would fantastic. be a good choice
2: god it's a it's a beautiful illustration i mean just a beautiful illustration but you know what sometimes i just want to see a kick-ass cover so i had to go with uh with one of my old favorites, and that is Fear Agent, which um, you know, in a perfect world, Fear Agent would sell a million copies an issue, um, but it doesn't. So it doesn't come out nearly as often as we would like it to. But the cover to issue thirty uh, by Tony Moore had old, old Heath Houston. Uh, charging into battle via rocket pack with a legion of lizard soldiers, also with rocket packs on. That's fucking awesome. It's a great yes, cover. It yeah, it yeah. it's a great mm-hmm. cover, and it just it, it talks to the story inside. The only thing that would have made it better is like a word balloon of him saying "kick ass," you know, <laughs> totally. or, or something like that. So, yeah, Fury Agent Thirty was my favorite cover. Excellent,
3: nice. Uh, this was uh, one of the most subjective, as you might expect, uh, among the voters. 77 different covers got at least a vote. Uh, the winner by, with with a meager 5% of the vote was Chew, number 15. Um, oh,
0: good choice. Which Those I believe,
3: covers. if I'm not mistaken, is the one with that sort of the artsy-looking chicken, right? The is chicken, that? yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then really no one else if, – If if anything got more than two votes, it was – Sort of up at the top because only a couple things got more than than one or two votes, and those were Sweet Tooth, number twelve, um, and then uh, the issue of Strange Tales that Vince alluded to. Uh, and then I just made a note though that that I guess in speaking to the overall quality of the book, six different issues of Amazing Spider Man got at least one vote for favorite cover. which yeah, I they had was a lot good. of nice covers. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so but there you go uh we probably can't we probably need to spend a lot of time on this next category uh favorite publisher um uh, i believe it is uh who's up you uh, am, I, am I up? yeah uh so i uh, i went with ad house book
0: excellent awesome uh, uh,
3: uh <laughs> i i uh, you know what ad house is the is the way to go here um for me, they started the earth with aphrodisiac which is as good a a, a a experience as I've had reading comics in a long, long time. They ended the year with Duncan the Wonder Dog, mm-hmm. which we haven't talked a lot about on the show yet because 'cause we've been waiting for all of us to catch up and get into it. But I've started to, and it's 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 a triumphant book. Um it's it's Understand just it. the process of it is amazing. Um and, and then in betwixt that they uh Chris Pitzer at Ad House started ad distro which is his uh, way of bringing books from across the pond over to the U.S. that didn't have distribution. Uh, And there were a number, but I know that Graphic Cosmogony was one that really, Mm. really piqued my interest. I hadn't heard of it until Chris posted it actually on our forum and was just blown away. It's a bunch of different people's takes on uh, the seven days of creation.
0: Yeah, that no-brow stuff is hot.
3: Yeah. yeah so uh so you know it, this to me was about giving uh paying homage to uh quality over quantity because uh, adhouse does not put a lot of stuff out they 're a small publisher, but the stuff they put out this year was just of such an impeccably high quality that I felt it deserved my vote in a year where as much as I got my kicks from Marvel and always loved my image stuff, which was my image was my vote the last two years. Uh, I just thought that this year, Ad House was pretty much just a home run with everything they did. So they get my vote.
0: Yeah. See, I knew you would go with Ad House, so, okay. I, so I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. And uh, not because they're they're not deserving, because obviously they are, but I looked at the bulk of the publishing output, and as solid as Aphrodisiac and Duncan were, and they're, they're just great works, I had to give it to the uh quality and quantity of my winner but I have runners up in this order uh Ad House, Fanagraphics, mm-hmm. le dernier cree from france and picture box but my oh, okay. my my winner uh is image comics i yeah. i, I got to give it up to image yeah. they, they they seem to be doing everything right they have this weird uh, treading the line kind of symbiotic thing where they'll take risks with books like king city brandon graham's king city which is awesome orc stain uh, th- uh the new uh bulletproof a- coffin there yeah uh, yes day. i was gonna say bulletproof coffin but they also play it safe with books like spawn and haunt and savage dragon uh they're, they're just uh, the morning glorious thing chew which is a, a godsend uh I, I say it every year. It just amazes me to see where they came from to where they are now. It's just an amazing journey. And Hexlash I got, is
2: a image. Yes,
0: mark. Hexlash. And I got to give them props. Images, images, my cowboy, publisher. ninja, Viking.
2: I mean, yep. you can go on and on and on. And yeah.
0: Viking, those those great oversized issues of that. The next issue not, project, not
2: to mention. Let's pay.
3: Walking Dead and well yeah <laughs> I mean, sure, right it, it's almost passe at this yeah, point
0: think, to say yeah, Walking exactly. Dead and Invincible yeah, but yeah the Image is just they do no wrong with me if they, the, the, the bulk of my monthly orders my my monthly comic budget the bulk of it goes to Image every sure. month in and out. yeah,
3: yeah they're, they're always my go to like I said I looked back they were my vote in 09 in our first year as well and I oh, yeah. yeah always yeah. worthy yeah. so
2: Chris who do you got oh, oh. The, um, the this was really hard um it, it, it i I ended up going with, with D C Vertigo, but that it was by the slimmest of margins, and that's just because I I still think that that DC from the from the superhero genre uh kind of um living on the triumphs of, of Blackest Night and and uh, everything that they're able to do going into um, the, the whole Green Lantern universe. And from superhero comics, I, I still think that they're doing superhero comics very, very well. Uh, Vertigo, uh, that being part of, of DC, was more of a clincher for me because you have stuff like, like Sweet Tooth and you... you One of the things that we've seen with Vertigo, um, that I think is kind of, um, kind of snuck under people's radar is that they're coming out with, uh, a lot more original graphic novel content than they had in the past. Uh, you're starting to see things like, what I'll reveal is my, my favorite OGN of the year a little bit later, um, as as well as stuff like how to understand Israel in sixty days or less. Some stuff that I mean it's really the in the in the playground of publishers like Fanographics and Top Shelf up to this point you're starting to see come out of Vertigo. I pray that this continues to be the case and the reshuffling in DC's um, management in the last year scares me a little bit because if there's if there's a place to cut in your publishing, it's with with um, creatively charged artsy books and um, Vertigo is important and I hope that they continue to see it as being important. So uh, DC Vertigo, I, th- I think Vertigo had an awesome year.
5: Excellent. Uh, I was. Thinking, looking back at, at at everything that I've read over the year, I was leaning towards Image, Artifacts, Halcyon, Bulletproof Coffin. um, But just judging by what I'm reading and what I'm enjoying and what I can't wait for when it comes to the next issue, things like that, it it probably just surprised nobody I but I'm picking Marvel. There you go. All
3: right.
0: Hey, you go with hey. what you love, right?
3: absolutely i yeah I respect I, I, I had them tied with that house for a long time and then had to you did them. yeah that's right um, this was the most lopsided category of all thirty one categories amongst the community, which really surprised me again because we have a lot of people that are active on the forums that are pretty non mainstream you know there's plenty of mainstream guys, but there's plenty of the nots, so i didn 't expect it to be as runaway but forty eight percent of the votes went to dc
0: oh really
3: which is just stunning to me i mean again not that dc doesn't deserve
0: no of course they do yeah
3: it's a huge vote um and just to give you an idea if you separate people that voted for dc vertigo specifically to dc dc still would have been number one and vertigo would have been by far and away the number two so it was just a huge runaway year for them um And, uh, you know, Image, Marvel, and Ad House kind of rounded it out. But honestly, when when one publisher gets half the votes, well, it kind of tells you it was probably their year at least in terms of the consensus. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, um, th- this next category is a new category this year, uh, and that is the uh, – we called it – um,
4: Favorite, favorite kind of new-to-me work, right.
3: Yeah, something that we we – didn't come out in 2010, but that we read – uh, for the first time or experience and really adored. Um, so as you might imagine, the audience was all over the place because this could be for anything from, you know, 1910 to now. <laughs> um, so I think this is Vince's category, right?
0: Yes, indeedy. So, go ahead. Favorite, favorite new to me work. I mentioned it earlier. It's a book that doesn't just speak to me. It, it screams to me. It, 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 uh, plunges a nice big butcher knife into my heart and twists it and laughs while I you know, my lifeblood gurgles out of my orifices. It's Hackslash. I love Hackslash, and I'm a, an idiot for not reading it sooner. Fair, Fair enough. Go. Yeah, yeah.
5: Cool. a better late than ever, dude.
0: True. It, that that's true.
5: Cool. Uh, Chris.
2: Uh, oh God, this was a really hard one because um, <laughs> really going back and uh, and finding a lot of uh, new to me work. Uh, I read Pluto this year in its entirety and that was new to me and it was awesome. I reread all of a hundred bullets, even though I had read it before, and you reread a series like that and new things uh, just become open to you and and I loved every second of it. Um Inkle Uh, from Jodorowsky, and uh, and Mobius was new to me. I'm still reading it, Um, but the one that blew me away because I really, shame on me, wasn't aware of the brilliance of Mark Schultz, was (laughs) Xenozoic.
5: Good on you. Uh, Two things that I had, um, both, I read first volumes of both uh one at the beginning of the year and one just recently that uh, thanks to uh, jeremy being my secret santa uh echo which i read volume one yes back in, I, I almost about a year ago this time <laughs> it's um, like gollum i know <laughs> <it's precious. laughs> i i want to it's one of those things where i keep i, I keep looking at the um the the, the um Oh crap! I can't even think of 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 Terry Moore's publisher right now. But abstract, I keep looking at abstract. abstract. And I'm going through the through the I mean Need to say Terry F- Moore Publishing. Um, and and I'm like I'm always this close to buying the next couple of volumes, and and the budget always ends up screwing me up. But I want to finish. I want to get caught up on Echo uh, and the other. Of course, it's Pluto, at right? the first volume and, uh, and, and want the rest. So those were the two that were pretty much new to me. I, I, I came close to, uh, getting Selena's big score thrown in there, but, Oh, um, you oh, need to good. read that. It, it, yeah, no, good. I, I did read it because I, oh, okay. I read it. I read it, I read around the same time, uh, I read Echo because I brought them all to the hospital with me last year. So it was, uh, it, but it, oh i'll i get into it at a later show but i, I it, it was still great i mean i'm i'm really happy i read it this year uh, or finally read it but um but yeah i think i gotta go with pluto
0: good choice
5: pluto was great i
2: i was i was shocked at how much i liked it for me you know mr non manga person i, I, yeah.
0: I, I that's racist it. <laughs> uh,
3: okay, that's- Uh, mine and I alluded to this when we talked about it a week or two ago uh, when when Chris brought it back up is 100 Bullets Uh, I read all 100 issues this year uh, in trade form uh, just adored the hell out of the book uh, to the point where I was like why didn't I read this when it was coming out Um, Eduardo Riso can do no wrong on my book now I can't wait for their spacemans to come out Uh, so I won't belabor the point but just to say that I just adored it to death and uh, and will definitely reread it in the next year or two again, because I loved it so much. Uh, this was all over the map, 94 different things got voted for, which you'd expect again, because there's no time parameters. Uh, the, I guess the quote unquote winner was walking dead with 5% of the vote, but you know, a lot of people reading it for the first time because of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, no real takeaway there other than just, you know, lots of people experiencing lots of different things this year, which is, is great to see. That's
2: exciting. That's awesome. Yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Chris, you're leading us off with your favorite new series of the year, and I think, oh uh, favorite
2: new series uh, goes with my with my favorite uh, hero or team, uh, Slam Dunk, uh, Six Gun. Loved it. Every page nice. of it, it was uh, it was awesome. And I may or may not be the owner of the art for <laughs> the cover of issue one. Oh my nice. goodness
5: which but that the, the it free depends on whether or not like. uh, no the
2: uh the uh the the regular ongoing nice. retail version okay yeah. nice awesome great choice great choice
5: David. uh i uh i went with the short lived ended mm-hmm. up becoming a mini series store the mighty
3: mini series yeah uh tmm yeah. well uh <laughs> the
5: ongoing uh uh 8 of 8
3: series mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise for me based on what I said earlier about it. Uh, I went with American vampire, um, from, uh, vertigo. Um, uh, again, awesome vampire story, Scott Snyder, uh, Raphael Albuquerque artwork, uh, just, just really enjoying, uh, every issue of that. So, uh, hope so. Yeah, moment. absolutely. So God, really so looking good. forward to a year or two of, of that awesome book. Yeah. Who do you got, Vince?
0: Uh, again, James Stokoe and Orc Stain. Just completely bamboozled me, took me, uh, came out of left field. It's something I look forward to every DCBS box, and I can't get enough of it. I hope it goes on forever.
3: Nice. A little bit of a a surprise here again, um, even though I praised it a couple categories ago, and that is the winner of this, believe it or not, uh, Uncanny X-Force.
2: 14% of the vote. Hey, it's a top selling book when it comes out. It doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah. to
0: Yeah. It just breaking started, up Have we down. lost Jason? No, he's breaking up a little bit. But. but.
3: Oh, for God's sakes, it's annoying. Uh, yeah, so Uncanny X4, Six Gun was number two, Morning Glory is number three.
2: Cool. Yes. And, and six gun was number two. If only there wasn't about oh ninety thousand people uh, difference between those two books, and who's yeah. buying them? It's true. Yeah. So King Dapp is going to lead us off with his favorite single
5: issue. My favorite single issue for last year was a. It was pretty much a one issue story, but it it uh, it was a follow up to something that happened. Couple weeks earlier, it's Amazing Spider-Man six twenty-five. Uh, it is all about Rhino and uh, old and new, and it's it's an issue that just really it hurt. It was it, it it was sad. It was um, it wasn't a happy ending. It wasn't uh, the original Rhino. He. It, it just wasn't working out for him and, and bad things happened and I, I'm not trying to, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to it's just it's not it it's not rainbows and lollipops. And it was yeah. one of those issues where I, I just I gave it to Renan. I said, you know, when you can I just want you to read this just because you know, I mean it, it's Spider Man, but you know, it, it's okay. It, it just it it it, it was heart wrenching.
0: Yeah. A lot of writers seem to be able to pull the pathos out of the Rhino. Look what Bendis did. In uh, Tangled Web with Rhino, that flowers for yeah. Rhino. Yeah, so yeah. It, 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 they, they milk a lot of emotion out of Rhino. a great story. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Uh, For me, my issue uh, on this front was Scalped, number 35. Uh, to me, this was just a standalone issue revolving around two uh, s- senior Native Americans uh, named Hazel and Mance that were... Uh, you know, a long-time married couple living on the reservation, um, and they go through a lot of trials and tribulations. But in 22 pages, Aaron Jason Aaron makes you care about these two characters, uh, makes you love them, feel for them, feel their pain, experience 40, 50 years of their love. Uh, and then kind of fucks you up about what happens to them and then gives you a little bit of hope at the end. Uh, it's just masterful storytelling, and we talk a lot about how guys write for the trade now and write for the arc, and um, while Scalp is certainly an ongoing narrative that stands on its own and has arcs, this issue, has you could just pick it up and read it and have no insight into the rest of the book, and it's still a beautifully told story in 22 pages, and that's not easy to do. Um And uh, and great art by a, uh, I'm probably butchering the name, but Daniel Zezelge, who is not the, the the regular artist, he's more of a fill in guy, but just great stuff in this one. So that's the one sort of standalone issue that stood out for me this year.
0: Wow. So neat. What do you got Vince? Uh, by an overwhelming margin, my f- favorite single issue of the year goes to the brothers Hernandez with Love and Rockets: The New Stories, number three. Oh. It is an amazing. Now it only comes out once a year, but it it is an amazing issue that showcases two of the most capable comics creators at what I think is the top of their game. Particularly Jaime. I there there's a story in here that details the three years where uh, Perla, or uh, A.K.A. Maggie. Um, leaves hoppers uh, her mother and father reconciled and she moves away from from hoppers and hopi and, and goes to live in brown town and it just it tells what happens in that adolescent phase where she's 10 years old and when she leaves she's 13 so it's that that real weird stage for a girl and there's an incident or a series of incidents involving her brother calvin and uh Jaime frames the story with present day Maggie on a date with uh, uh well it, it's it's not uh pertinent but uh he he frames the story and there's this person stalking Maggie that that keeps you know try uh, you you think he's going to do her ill will but at the end of the story he meshes it with the flashback of sorts story of her and hoppers it's just it, i i I think it's not if not the best story Jaime has ever done it's up there with and, and that's saying a hell oh, of a oh, lot when it, it's yeah. just it, it's in turns heart-wrenching uh it, there's a it's got a theme of infidelity running through it and uh, Life changing events and misguided admiration. It's just, it's an amazing friggin' story. And, and to do this with just pictures and ink is, is just boggles my mind how one man could be this friggin' good. But he, he doesn't really overshadow all that much his brother, Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert starts it off with a story. Like, um, The Troublemakers and Chance in Hell, where he's investigating these, these, um, pseudo movies that Fritz, Fritzy was involved in. And then he brings it back to, um, sort of reality where the first story is the movie and the second story is the characters who took place in them. It, it's just amazing. And it overshadowed everything that I read this year. Uh, Love and Rockets, number three. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. great.
2: Um, Mine was, I think, I actually called it the week that it came out that it was probably going to be my 11 o'clock Oscar for for favorite uh, uh, favorite single issue for the year. And looking back over the year, there were some great single issues, but yep, still standing there top of the mountains. Hellboy in Mexico. All you got to say about it is Hellboy fighting demons and supernatural. Bruhahas in mexico with a group of uh luchador brothers yeah. and it was it was awesome
0: it was Let's it, get, it was we it gotta was get awesome. jason back
2: oh we lost our brother
0: we lost the driving force nobody's driving the car we need jason there he is
2: oh yeah okay are you there brother yeah, yeah, I'm here. Right. Oh, you Hellboy, sound great. Hellboy, we all agreed that Hellboy in Mexico was the the best single issue of the year. I so know. <laughs> for for Chris, yes, yeah. For, for what did so? What did the uh, the forum say? Uh, yeah, the the forum uh, were
3: not in agreement with you. Eighteen uh, <laughs> percent of they're wrong. They're wrong. Eighteen percent of the votes went to Brave and the Bold number thirty.
2: Wow, geez. was that the the female um, issue? Yeah, that was a that was a good issue. It, yes, was,
5: it was it was you was. know
2: pulling on the heartstrings. Did it have demon hunting Luchador brothers?
4: No. You know, let's
2: just say that the no. forum,
3: They're love to Hellboy in Mexico in a few categories. Put it that way. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah. So who who's let's see uh, who's up then? Um,
0: we're we're up to f- favorite OGN chris
2: no nope, favorite collected no, edition no. uh favorite collected edition yeah, yeah. boy is this a tough one wow. um I'll, yeah i'll just cut to it there there's uh, there's some awesome collected editions they get better each year i think people are are seeing the uh, the production values of production or the production values of collected editions get better and better each year. You're seeing um, amazing stuff from a printing perspective, and and just the uh, the amount of extra content and just attention to detail. Um, my favorite collected edition this year is one of my favorite series of the last decade, and that is the Absolute Edition of All Star Superman, which is pretty darn close to being a perfect comic book, in my opinion, and to see it in an absolute presentation was pretty awesome.
0: Nice. That's
5: cool. Uh, I went with uh, Reed Fleming, World's Toughest Milkman.
4: Hey, good choice, David. <laughs> yeah,
5: it was good. It, it is a great-looking collection, yeah. I, and I, that, I and seeing... that
2: almost pushed IDW into my Best Publisher of the Year because their, their collected editions and their, oh, yeah. they're like, Really, yeah. I mean, they do. They do. Got kind of what they're doing. Um, the um, um, um Bloom <laughs> county. Yep. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they still do the. They got Archie and coming. The IDW does so many awesome collected editions. It's something that that they've gotten yeah. very, very good at.
0: Yeah, far greater for, than their their monthly books. True.
2: Uh, uh, so, for me, this is this category is always
3: not just about the content. Of of what's collected, but the presentation. Yep. Um, and so, in a year of actually a lot of really great collections, as Chris said, um, I had a fairly easy time f- choosing uh, Usagi Ojimbo the special edition uh, by Fanagraphics. Is a uh, it's a slipcased two volume uh, hardcover uh, edition that collects for seven, um, and it's just just. Mindful to hold look at smell rub up against my crotch all of it so um <laughs> i love
0: it <laughs> Woo!
2: it's be- it's beautiful i got it Bunnies, this week baby. and you you are you are um spot on it, it's awesome and i'm about halfway through the first volume and i'm turning into a big usagi fan
0: stan sakai great down. yeah all right my- i I went with a monumental work from Fantagraphics. It may be little in size, but it packs a mean big old mean punch. It is new wave, the underground. Oh, yes, no, the underground no. mini comics of the 1980s That's a, awesome. a roll call of all the the uh, prominent mini comics uh, artists and creators from the 1980s, uh, the laundry list goes on and on, uh, Dan Klaus, Dan, uh, Dennis Warden, Doug Potter, Gary Fields, Hillary Barda, J.R. Williams, Jeff Gaither, Jim Blanchard. I mean, it's just an amazing book from a very crucial and important and un- <laughs> Underappreciated era in, in comics, and the format doesn't get enough love either. Nice. So, uh, yeah, New Wave, Underground, I, I should
5: have picked that just because Hillary gave me a copy. Yep. Bam!
3: Boom. Bam! There you go. Uh, the winner, with the audience with 13% of the vote, was Wednesday Comics Hardcover, which uh, I can't front on. Uh, that is a beautiful. Awful. Collection of a great work. Uh, Runners up were uh, Absolute All Star Superman, Chris's pick, and Absolute Planetary Volumes 1 and 2. One was reprinted and two was printed for the first time this year. So big year for DC in terms of the
7: uh, collected editions.
4: Hi, my name is Bernard. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I just wanted to comment on the whole Alan Morgan thing. I just want to say, I mean, as a modern comics reader, I completely and 100% Jason Aaron in this comment. I'm personally sick and tired of hearing about Alan Moore and his greatness. I've tried more than my share of Alan Moore works over the years and not been really interested in anything that he had to say. I do enjoy the classics uh, of the 80s and 90s, well, not the 80s and 90s, the 70s and 80s, but... Just, just to, just to continue to hear all these people just wax on and off about Alan Moore and Frank Miller and Alan Moore and Frank Miller, it is just really, really annoying. I mean, let's step up and embrace the comics creators that we have nowadays who've been doing work. Some of them who've been doing work for almost twenty years. I mean, I'm just sick of the whole mentality that wants to write off everything that occurred after 1990 as something that's not helping the industry so again that's all i wanted to say you know support Aaron moore love scalp and i love what you guys are doing so keep talking i'm definitely uh the more you talk the more i listen so keep it up guys thanks uh
3: moving on to one of uh my favorite categories each year and that is favorite original graphic novel um and uh we will go ahead and uh let Mr uh, uh Mr David A. Price tell us his choice.
5: No, it's oh shit, is it my turn again? It it is you. You. Yes, sir. Wow. Uh I am this wow. is probably the only one I'm I'm really going to cheat with because one I did not finish yet, and two, it's very hard for me to say it's an original graphic novel because it's adapting another work. So my, my, my one two punch is Duncan the Wonder Dog and Parker the Outfit.
0: Oh. That um, is cheating, isn't it? Yes it is. It's, <laughs> it's easier.
3: You can have ties. Fuck it. I guess. Um well for me again, no should be no surprise, but uh has it, it there there can only be one and it's aphrodisiac. Um there's not a component of that book from the production to the to the lettering to the page layout to the uh, coloring to the story that I don't adore. Um, and, you know, Jim Rugg gets massive props for that because he puts the book together, uh, lock, stock, and barrel, and obviously his writing partner, Brian Maruka. But to me, it was just that awesome book. I mean, it's 96 pages. It's not that big a book, and it's just, ah, it's just power pack, 96 power pack pages. So, um, I, I can't get enough of it. I think I've read it three or four times already. I just love it.
0: Uh, mm. so. See, I feel exactly the same way about my choice, mm-hmm. and it just thrills me to no end that this came to the publisher as an unsolicited manuscript or or work. Uh, it's Duncan the Wonder Dog. Yeah, I, I, it's yeah. just a, an amazing work. Uh, Adam Hines went from zero to like 90 miles an hour in a second, it just out of nowhere, and he creates this multi-layered, dark... Uh, alternately dark and cheerful work. It's, it's got depth. It's got sentiment. It's uh, amazingly well rendered in a multitude of styles and, and, uh, media. It's, it's incredible that, uh, this could come from seemingly nowhere. I mean, we didn't know Adam Hines from, from Adam, <laughs> uh, before this, and now he's, he's that name that's always there. And I'm looking for the second volume. I know it's gonna be another, you know, couple of years, but th- this is a tease because I want more. It's, it's amazingly well crafted, and kudos to Ad House and Adam Hines for this triumph. It's what it is. Not the Wonder Dog. It's Duncan, the Wonder Dog. There you go. Yes. Oh, I'm slick. I am sl- You are.
2: Chris, what you got? Uh, my favorite, OGN of the year, and a uh, big reason why I picked Vertigo as as my uh, as my top publisher of the year is because they um, they're able to put out OGNs like this, and it's Cuba, my revolution, and it is uh, it's by Inverna Lopez. Uh, who wrote it and uh, and the amazing dean Haspiel on mm-hmm. on art and i talked about it at length on an episode um probably back august september and it, it's uh it's just uh the amazing story of one woman's journey uh as uh uh, a young medical student in uh the uh the beginning of the uh the Castro regime in Cuba and and she is uh loyal to Castro and uh it's about a five I believe about a five or six year journey as she uh, she kind of um, becomes disenfranchised with the communist party in Cuba and and her wife and her family's lives uh fall apart and she has to uh uh to flee the country and it's 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 really just a uh an amazing humanistic look at uh kind of the street level of a of a country falling apart it's uh it's an amazing amazing book
0: there you go
3: Thirty-four percent of the eleven o'clock fam voted for Parker the outfit Uh, was the runaway winner in this category. Cool. Uh, Second place was Aphrodisiac. Uh, Then a bunch of other things got you know a couple votes each. So those are the two big vote getters of the year. Uh, I believe I'm up right with uh, favorite mini of the year, which is an ever the category is becoming. I think more and more is going to be vitally important because it seems like a lot of publishers are. Moving that's what more product. of them are. More and yeah, more all the time. The minis. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, favorite no failed here.
2: ongoing series of the year.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, Day Tripper, uh, yeah. the masterful work by uh, uh, Ba and Moon the brothers. Uh, to me, just uh, I mean, I, there's I, it's just perfect comic book storytelling. I, I don't know that you could have told this story in as impactful way in prose, um, and and they just uh, what I think what's amazing to me about the book is that after a few issues, you catch on to the trope and you think, OK, I get it. But then as any masterful storytelling does, they they kind of lull you into thinking, oh, I, I get what where, where they're going. And then at the end, bring it home in another way with a depth of emotion and complexity that um, I think those that sell it short after a few issues really, you know, look back and say, oh, man, I OK, I, I, I didn't. I didn't give these guys their their just desserts. Just, just you know, wonderful to look at just everything about it. Just, just uh, I I just think the book was just awesome from start to finish. And uh, one of those ones where I'll definitely be double dipping because I bought the issues, but I'll, I'll gladly own the hardcover because that's something I can definitely see rereading over the years. So yeah, that that's mine. What do you got, Vince?
0: Ditto. Day Tripper.
3: Bam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just awesome stuff. Um, did you want to? Say any more
0: about Earth. I, I talked about it last week. Um c yeah. I, I can't do it any more justice. All I have to say is uh for those not uh exposed to the magic of uh Moon and Ba, you need to read Day Tripper. It'll change you. True that true that. Yeah.
2: Christopher. Uh, um mine is from Marvel. And <laughs> wow. What, what? Wow. <laughs> I got the vapors. <laughs> uh we we talked about um Selena's big score uh earlier. It's uh the Catwoman big action heist movie, come to come to comics. And uh and Marvel had a uh, a nice little uh catwoman esque heist uh mini series of their own this past year. And it is uh Jen Van Meter and uh is it Javier Polito? Yes. Is that correct? Uh yeah. in the uh the Fantastic Spider Man Black Cat, which was a uh uh four issue mini that was uh just a, a fantastic uh heist story and uh Black Cat shows why she's such a cool character and uh i would love to see a a black cat ongoing series at one time that 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 is just all heists i'm a fool for um stuff like oceans 11 and and the tv show leverage and uh and to see that in comics just gives me uh just gives me the giggles it's uh it's it's a great uh a great little miniseries so uh it just came out in trade it's got a couple nice uh, little backup stories that appeared in uh in some other uh spider-man uh issues but uh really really nice stuff so uh jen van meter uh second really awesome miniseries in in about a year or so her uh black lightning year one
5: yeah it's
2: really good so uh um yeah yeah check this one out if you're a if you're a black cat fan or a, a heist movie fan at all
5: excellent i i tend to Impose these ridiculous limits when it comes to miniseries. Did the bulk of it come out in 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 the year we're voting in? <laughs> when did it start? When did it end? And I luckily it was easy for me this year because this one all all four issues were out in 2010, and it was really the f- best miniseries I read was uh, Shadowland Power Man with uh, by by Fred Van Lanty and uh, art mostly. By uh, pencils by Mahmoud Asrar and and inks by Scott Hanna, and it was it it introduces a new character, um, which will now segue into a Power Man and Iron Fist miniseries, uh, which might make it next year's winner or at least a contender. It's just it new characters. Sometimes I you know they can be annoying to me. They can you know I just I need to get a feel for them, and I I had no problem with with the character here with. Jaylent writing and and creating the story. And I mean I aside from the Shadowland tie-in and the title it it's and and a couple of of panels here and there from what else was going on in Daredevil's event. It it's a pretty funky standalone mini with within that 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 event.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Absolutely. Um 64
3: different minis got votes. Wow. Uh, but Luckily, at least 25% of our community um, are smart, and they agreed with Vince and I. <laughs> uh, Day- Day Tripper won with 25% of the vote. Uh, the runners-up were uh, Bulletproof Coffin, Mr. Hey. Shane McCain. Uh Joe the Barbarian by a certain guy you named Grant Morrison. And- it's not you know, it's done not, yet. It's not done, yeah. I know. Well, you know, people have their own parameters for voting. It's not uh, done. Uh, it's wrong. And, and Strange Tales, <laughs> number
0: two. Yes. Nice. So. Yeah. All right, moving on. We have our favorite one-shot. That's the next category, and that would be me, right? You got it. All right. Um, yeah. I, I went with my gut instinct on this one because there were a lot of books uh that I uh, was up for consideration, but I stripped it down and went with the one book that made me marvel at one man's ability to change my emotional state with nothing more than black ink and a brush and or pen. And a lot of dot patterns, and he made me laugh on end. Made me like, cry. He, no, he made me laugh. He made me continually laugh at every page of this thing, and I was just like, "Wow, I wish I was as uh, good as I this think guy." Think know what it is, uh, Jim Rugg's Rambo 3.5. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> nice. Just
0: fantastic, and it was it was inexpensive, packed a huge punch, and it was just it was just fantastic. And you have panels in that that I still go back to and think, how did the hell did he manage to capture that in one panel? (laughs)
1: You're right, you're right. It's awesome,
2: it's awesome. That's a good choice. It is Christopher. Jim, Jim Rugg is, is the man. Um, David, you and I can talk about this. Um, I, I, had, uh, I had mentioned my, my favorite single issue was, uh, was Hellboy in Mexico. But, uh, my favorite one shot, if, if this is applicable, was, uh, Hell yeah, pterodact- it is. It, Pterodactyl Hunters in the Gilded Age and, uh, City. Major- major, oh in the Gilded City I'm sorry, uh, major thanks to uh, to Vince for uh, turning us on to this, it yeah, was one of my favorite finds of the year uh, Brendan Leach I, I hope is a guy that we see a lot more work out of in the future and this was uh, this was just something very similar to uh, how I felt about the Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Blancic they both had uh, pterodactyls in them both had pterodactyls, but, yes but, but they're <laughs> But they both had this um, this feeling of wonderment and uh, um, just amazement to them where you sit down and you you kind of let yourself fall into this world and it's um yeah it was just it was just a really a really nice reading experience and uh, uh i loved loved every second of it.
0: Yeah. yeah, no French was, boobies in the pterodactyl hunters, though.
2: No,
5: no, but
0: kind uh, of
2: It, it had, had everything else. Had everything
5: else. <laughs> now it was. Uh, it there's like the year of newsprint for me with with pterodactyl hunters, with Wednesday comics, with mm-hmm. um, Poo and and, uh, Pood. and Sweeney's. There's, I mean, with with before you even get to the comic with with pterodactyl hunters. I mean, you have the excellent envelope that. Uh, that, that that Brendan draws on for you. Mine included yep. a note with a little pin that that, that says, uh you know thank, Yep, thanking us for uh, for everything, and and I owe you and the eleven o'clock dudes one million beers. So I'm gonna carry this letter around with me. It's a, it a, a lot of beers. It is a lot of. I I think more, that will even more bring down the you.
0: What? Huh? Oh nutshot.
5: But yeah, no, <laughs> me 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 and me and Chris are uh, simpatico here. Cool. It nice. was awesome loved it uh, i took artistic liberty here
3: because um, it's the first thing that came to mind and i don't know if some people might say hey that's not a one shot but uh i went with mesmo Del- delivery service by rafael grampa um, <laughs> it's it's some might call it a, a graphic novel it's 80 pages and certainly marvel and dc put out it's 80 pages, hundred page. pre- yeah. yeah but it was so yeah. i'm calling it a one shot because i had to bad. go for it and this is the category to do so and but it deserves some love Yeah, I mean, it's Grampa, whose art stylings are unique and ridiculously awesome, and this is basically a very straightforward, not a lot of layers to it, story of two crazy truckers, one's a big bruising boxer, one is a dude that's really good with blades, fucking up some people in a crazy uh, little city with some, you know, deal with the devil overtones, and it's just basically an ultra-violent 80-page romp. I I don't Um, know how much story there was to it, but it looks awesome. Yeah, Absolutely.
5: Out. It's like a redneck um, hard boil.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> exact the uh there are really two big vote getters with the audience with this one. Um Hellboy in Mexico was the runner up. Uh it it almost won actually, but uh but just fell short of the winner, which was uh another comics uh product, and that is a sea bear grizzly shark.
2: Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, deserved yeah. uh, uh, which,
3: deser- which uh, deserved a lot of love because that was yeah a, twenty twenty two percent of uh, of folks voted for that. So per- fairly fairly nice turnout for a right on, little one one off fun however. little story. So
0: yeah, I, I have an idea. In in the effort of expediency, why don't we take the next four categories? Because everybody knows why we chose these the the things for these, and why don't we just do a round table?
3: Sounds good for
0: right. yeah uh who's up first that would be david cuz i Is it just my went turn?
4: yeah
5: the, and chris went yes cuz chris said yeah we can do... okay yep. yeah. uh favorite ongoing for me uh hulk
4: nice. What?
0: Did what start? did you say hulk i yes, said hulk did. holy because,
5: shit because not only did we get <laughs> did we get the uh i mean the, the fall after the fall of the hulks and 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 once the everything shakes out from that we then have jeff parker and 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 gabe hardman and and betty hardman and, guy, and, and it's it's just wow it's I'm yeah it's, stunned. It's, it's, no it's it's good stuff man i all it's, right it's, it's one of the marvel books i love reading
0: wow man. My, my, my balls uh, just shrunk right up
5: <laughs>
0: my uh <laughs> mine
5: is scalped
3: uh, issue by yeah. issue just i think it's the best written comic in in uh, on the sands each each month, so cool. It's just amazing stuff,
0: Christopher.
2: No, shoot. no,
0: Vince. oh, duh! I went with obviously no surprise. Willingham, Buckingham and Company's Fables. Okay. So I, 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 I yeah, I don't think there's there's a better ongoing.
2: Yeah. In, in a year that I switched the trade to a lot of ongoings and dropped a lot of stuff that I had been reading, kind of religiously leading up to it. Um surprised myself whenever I filled out this part of the ballot. Uh the series that I look forward to more every month than just about anything else is um very popular zombie series. Twenty eight days later.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> look at you
2: it's month to month uh, I, I look forward to it and whenever I'm done reading it I can't wait to get to the next issue and I think that's a that's a, 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 sign that's a for really strong ongoing is something that you you kind of refuse to read and trade because you need a monthly dose of it. And and it, it, that and Walking Dead, I don't know if it's the whole survival fiction or zombie stuff are two of my favorite ongoings that I just need on a monthly basis. And uh, yeah. and yeah, it's I, I enjoyed 28 Days Later more this year than than any other series.
0: Yeah, And people may be surprised, especially because I I always list Fables as my favorite ongoing, and whenever we have these favorite things, I always list Fables. I almost never talk about Fables. You know why? Fables is mine. I don't want to share my love of Fables with anyone. (laughs) No, really. I I just love that book to death, and I don't don't bring it to the show because I don't want to talk about it. There's this one little thing in comics that I have, and that's Fables, and I don't want to share it. I don't want to. No, I'm stingy when it comes to Fables. Yeah
3: not surprising which was the year of The Walking Dead in a lot of ways uh, of uh ongoing uh Scalped Sweet Tooth and Chew were the runners up and also got a fair amount of votes cool
1: so back to David
2: no no read those read those top four again uh Scalped well Walking Dead Scalped Mm -hmm. Sweet Tooth and Chew not one Marvel or DC book
0: that's great keep it up
2: not one Marvel yeah, or DC, DC book. book but- well, it's yeah, a Vertigo book.
0: Well. <laughs> Damn, that yeah, it's a thing.
2: it's a it's a DC book that's being written by a Marvel exclusive writer. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. yeah, okay. not one Marvel or DC book. That's that's awesome. Speaking of non Marvel and DC <laughs> books, David, what's your favorite other? My favorite
5: other would be the Sixth Gun.
0: Ooh. I ah, so, see, I'm not stunned. You went from stunning me yeah. to not stunning me. There you go. Yeah, I, can't, I, can't,
5: I can't go easy on you. All right.
0: So I'm old. Yeah.
3: But I went with Carrie Moore's Echo. I know Vince is joining me in that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love Echo. <that>. Bizarro <laughs> 11. Moore uh, it's, a, it's such a departure from Strangers of Paradise, um, which I loved as well, but uh, it's just been great. And i uh, because he's on schedule. Um, every six weeks, Matt, which was the plan, Matt. the start.
0: So yeah, echo. He's disgustingly on schedule. Some uh, there are a lot of artists I could take, uh, take a take a lesson from. Mr. Indeed, yeah. So uh, it, my favorite other book is I battled back and forth. Uh, is this my favorite ongoing? This is my favorite other book? I don't know, but I I gave it to this category because I would have given it to the ongoing in a different universe, whatever. Savage Dragon
3: okay stunned
0: yeah yeah i know i know eric larson can do no wrong he can go out on a killing spree and just maim babies i <laughs> know ladies and puppies and i would just say he's the one of the greatest comic artists or creators i want
3: to read this emperor dragon uh
2: arc
3: yeah it's hot yeah. it's
0: yeah i don't want to it's you know, really eat. good
2: cool um well if it was my favorite ongoing yeah, yeah. and and it's an other book it has to be my favorite other uh-huh. book is how i looked at it so 28 days later is my favorite other book cool
0: a cheat but okay. cool
2: what what do you mean it's a cheat it's my favorite ongoing <laughs> and it's not a marvel <laughs> or dc book so it has to be my favorite other book if it's my favorite <laughs> ongoing right
0: david did you know that it it's not a marvel course. or it's it's not a marvel or dc book
5: so it's another ongoing
2: so
0: it's another book. <laughs>
5: what that's yeah, how it would that works, works right what, what,
3: what
4: did the audience Jason, say? It?
5: <laughs> the
3: audience was uh was image heavy here uh the winner 20 percent of the vote was uh testify two. testify
0: testify
3: yeah, which uh which is a great book. Um, we don't talk about it on the show a lot, but it's really good. Uh yeah. Walking Dead was number 2. Uh not surprising. Sixth gun rounded out the top 3.
0: Look nice at that.
3: See. So, uh David, we're bringing it back to you to talk about
5: your favorite subject in the world, DC. What's my favorite my DC books.
3: Book, Strap
0: uh, in cuz we as, going to Gotham.
5: As as much <laughs> as as much as Chris would say, it's not my favorite DC book since they canceled Madam Zanadu is i zombie.
3: Wow. You're David. I, Jesus. Know. I
5: love it. I love yeah. it.
0: Yeah, it's but I'm gonna so, blow your mind on vertical. Favorite anchor, so that's okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I zombie. So uh uh Mike all red and uh Chris Roberson, Laura right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice. Um cool. I, I went with uh I guess in Chris's world I should have gone with scalped. <laughs>
2: Well, <laughs> it depends. It is, <laughs> or it is or it isn't. If, wow. if Scalped is your favorite ongoing, then then what you're saying is that this next book, if it's better than Scalped because they're from the same publisher, then it should be your favorite ongoing. That's why I we'll call this my second favorite DC book. Okay. Uh, and it's Rebel. It's Rebels. Tell, Re- 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 Tell me how that's flawed. Tell me
0: how that logic is flawed. you, inside. Jason, you chose Rebels as your favorite DC book. That is that Res- much respect. Much respect Yeah, it's Real that.
3: Docs. It's his band of not-so-merry men. Tony Hart, it's it's DC cos. It's just fun action. It's just a book. Ball- month, I love reading it. Never know where it's going to go. So,
0: yeah, I had to... I agree with every Roberts, word that came out of your mouth.
5: it's yeah. you it. good stuff.
0: No surprise, my favorite DC book. Of the many, the multitude of DC books that I consume, <laughs> none are better than Fables.
1: Okay.
3: So you're doing the
5: Dick Chris Logic.
0: Yeah, well... <laughs> Well, I didn't take my pills. It so. makes sense. But
5: wait, but I love, I love one of Chris's choices. This, this, this should just be favorite Vertigo book. This, this. this well, category. okay, that, that,
2: that's where, that's where the designation comes in. It's like, do you pick a Vertigo book? Do you pick a main, a mainline DC book? Do you, you, okay, you talk so like sp- you're constipated? I'm, so I'm splitting my fucking vote, if that's okay with you. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, sure, She's getting but. all in your
0: face. My uh,
2: my my favorite uh, my favorite Vertigo uh, book is Sweet Tooth. Uh, yeah, it just continues to be phenomenal. Uh, it's Jeff is doing a fantastic job with that. Uh, my favorite DC proper book is Action Comics.
0: Wow, Jason, I'll give my runner up to uh, Rebels because it's friggin' great.
2: Words to your mother. Cool. Yeah. Uh,
3: real big twenty two percent asked uh, for this one for Batman and Robin. Um, not really surprised by that, actually. Uh, I talked to you I thought it was quite good for this year. Uh, Flash and Green Lantern were number two and three.
2: So.
0: Look at that. Next up, favorite Marvel book. <sighs> Who Who's driving the bus? I think Chris.
2: It's me. Uh, this helps my poll list uh, because it's canceled. Uh, for the Mighty Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> that was my runner-up. Yeah.
5: Yeah. It's it's great because now I'm down to zero.
0: That's not good.
5: That was that, that was my runner-up. If um if since Hulk is my favorite ongoing, um, I went with <laughs> I went with a uh, I went with a mini series as far as my favorite Marvel book from the year, and it's not Thor, the Mighty Avenger. Uh, it is uh, it it was the anthology girl comics.
0: Wow, okay. Chris okay. Somney somewhere now has a knife to his neck. Look no what he, he died. Not what Look all he the he other does. love
5: has been given. No. It's true, that's true. Uh
3: I went with my own little it's uh it's Rick and Joel of- playing in my little bit of my favorite bit of Marvel Esoterica, and that is Uncanny X Force. Um, wow.
0: It's a recurring theme. Yes, so Alright. I did some soul searching and, 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 and Wood was right uh, as usual. Uh, I, I was going to give it to Strange Tales too because it was phenomenal miniseries, but I have to give the love to the, the one-two smasheroo of Loeb, Pack, and Van Lente on the Hulk books. Both, nice. uh, Incredible Hulk and just plain old Hulk. So Though th- It was just a, a hell of a ride. It was excellent and, uh, Great art by a multitude of artists, not the least of which is Gabriel Hardman, who br- brought some kind of uh, eloquence and, and almost respectability to the Hulk books. Not saying you know yeah. that McGinnis is not, but there's a finesse that Har- Hardman has that uh, the others do not. So yeah, the You're Hulk right. books are they're great.
3: Interestingly, we didn't seem to be very aligned with the uh, with the eleven o'clock uh, fam with this one. Um, the winner uh, with seventeen percent of the vote was Amazing Spider Man. Um sure. which which you guys, uh David and and Vince seem to really be grooving on for a while there, but I guess it was, Yeah, it's great. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't like paying three ninety nine for my books. So <laughs> Wa wah wah, sorry. <laughs> Sad
2: trombone.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh
3: and Shield, SHIELD was number three, so
0: Yeah, cool. cool. It's a good <laughs> book. Next <laughs> next up for we up? we. So, no, no, no. We, we oh, have okay. the uh, the favorite pencil or inker. Who's up for this? I think it's uh, Wood would be going. Yes,
1: yeah.
3: Um, for me, it's uh, it's the uh, mentioned uh, Gabriel Hardman. Uh, oh,
0: you said Gabriel Hardman.
3: Um, yep. Yeah. Am I breaking up?
0: A little yep. bit. A little bit.
3: pisses me off. Um. Yeah, Hardman is just uh, to me, you know. Aside from being a, a buddy, his stuff is just cut from a different cloth. You know, he's like Alex Toth and you know Jorge Ooh. Zafino rolled into one and modernized. Yeah. It's like, it's awesome stuff. So, yeah, That's my man.
0: Surprise, surprise! My favorite penciler/inker is Eric Larson. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jaws dropping across the country, all, all twelve of them. still Next.
2: <laughs> oh, me. Chris. Um, uh, I, I think we're we're going to do a lot of flip-flopping on the, uh, on the favorite penciler and penciler anchor. Um, if I didn't pick Gabriel Hardman for this one, um, he's going to show up later for me. And I had to, uh, I had to go with Chris Somney who continues to, uh, to just be, um, I think, uh, uh, an artist beyond his years
0: yes and, i was just uh, going to say that you're right
2: and, and it's just uh he's he's just a, a, a big old bag of awesome that Somni.
0: and a happy guy an upbeat chippy guy yeah he's a wonderful you're right guy. You're right a wonderful yeah, guy, yeah. yeah
2: yeah and uh you know thor the mighty avenger may be maybe done but i think you're going to see uh you see Chris Shit. omni for a long time in comics if they're, if they're smart yeah yeah
5: so I, I I can't add much to uh to what Chris just said. My my pick is is Chris Omni and uh, yeah, it's for everything Chris uh, right. now, we're, now we're getting back to reality. There you go. Yeah, that was yeah. for you, Vince. Everything, everything is, is
0: fine, fine in this universe now. What did the, forum forum the forums say? Forum
5: say? You're, you're you're breaking up. By the way,
3: uh, the forums voted for uh Francis Menopole.
2: Uh, interesting.
5: <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
2: Stop.
4: Well, Flash
2: has been pretty good. Before. Yeah. So, J.H. Uh, Williams, uh, Gabe
3: Hardman, and uh, Darwin Cook got... Well, that's uh, interesting,
2: because Banipal's stuff isn't really inked. Right? Really? In, in Flash, isn't it all penciled? I'm not reading it, though. So. Vince has broke up. Jason's cutting out. I'm talking to myself here, David.
5: No, Please I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not reading Flash, man. I can't... I, yeah, I, I think don't. Banipal's stuff... He, if, I, mean, I think I think he is. I think it is like coloring his th- pencils. Or yeah, I think it's all like
2: colored, not colored pencils. I think <laughs> it's I think it's working off of his his pencils and just right. coloring them. So so favorite pencil or anchor, I don't think would be accurate there. Well, nine percent of the audience agrees with you. They're wrong.
3: Well, maybe that who won the vote. <laughs>
0: it's a friggin' disaster. <laughs> oh, good God, Nick. You can't hear me? Well, next up, we we have what? Favorite writer-artist?
5: Yes. Uh,
0: this would be David, if I'm not mistaken.
5: Yeah. My favorite writer-artist, does it all, is uh, Mr. Benjamin Mowry.
0: Oh, very nice. Are you? Wow. <laughs>
5: yeah, right there. Well, no,
0: you're really shocking me tonight.
5: I'm here for you, dude.
0: Benjamin Mara, uh writer artist of Tell them.
5: Of Night Business, of Gangsta Rat Posse, of the One Shot that I haven't read yet, uh the Maureen Dowd what was it, the Magnificent Adventure, Adventures? Yeah, or?
0: Maureen Dowd, yes, yeah. yes. So. We gotta corner him one of these days. And
5: these he days. uh he did a uh, a story in Strange Tales number two. Yep.
0: And next up would be uh
5: Jason. Jason. First
3: of all, let me just say I want somebody's ass, and I want it now. Top uh, Gun. Terry Moore. Terry Moore is my choice. I'm loving.
4: It. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> oh no.
3: An echo. Uh, a, a tough category. You got it, Uh
0: Yeah. You ripping a DVD?
3: <laughs> I'm fucking pissed off That's what I am.
0: You should be. Yeah. Because this is I not right. I know. Yeah,
3: it's not right.
0: All right, Chris is in this... It, it's
3: all your fault. I uh, How? How can it be my never fault? i never had to- these problems until you moved. That's <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: awesome. Uh, you can hear me say
1: that, but
3: you can't hear me say Terry Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
0: I, that's my uh, judicious editing capability. More. You say it, it, Terry Moore. Ah, kill it. Oh. Kill it. Get that shit out of here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, but Anyway, c- who do you got? Uh, favorite... Uh, what is writer this? Artist, Favorite writer me. artist. It's me. Um, I went with the guy that drives my bus, uh, the artist who uh, draws in a manner that just makes me smile and wish I could do the same, be as free and as uh, expressionistic as he, and it's Brian Chippendale. Writer-artist of If and Oof, the uh, aforementioned Puke Force comic. I love this guy's work. I really do. It, it's uh, it's a cacophony of, of just all <clears throat> explosion of line, and he just does it so well. Makes it look easy, and uh, what would look like garbage to another person's eyes just looks like the most beautiful marks to me. I love it.
3: Aww. Yeah.
0: Sorry. What did, the, what did the forum say for this one?
3: Uh, didn't Chris have to go? Yeah,
0: he's not here. He go he's, he's gone. He's changing his drink and pissing or something. So you can, okay. you can preempt him. He'll come back.
3: Okay. Uh, it was Jeff Lemire. Favorite? 27%.
0: That's amazing. That's, That's an shit. amazing achievement. Yeah.
3: It is. Because his, his runners-up are Darwin Cook, Whoa. Terry Moore, and James Stokoe. So
0: Wow, Stokes pretty high. That's that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool.
3: But in a year where Parker the outfit came out and stuff, the fact that Lemire got, you know, more than twenty five percent of the vote is pretty damn awesome.
0: Yeah. So And even more awesome, he doesn't uh execute his work in a manner that you would think would click with a lot of read i mean right. uh, yeah it's it's gorgeous stuff but not what you would commonly expect to see on a top writer yeah. artist list that's great good for him
3: and for the record that was chris's vote as well so we could probably move on Yeah, here. <laughs> okay.
7: hi guys uh it's matt uh burden from the uk or templar from the forums um Just calling to uh, let you know um, something uh, which I came across a couple of days ago. A friend of mine on Twitter uh, made me aware of it, and I just thought I'd share it. Um, Daytripper, which was pretty much my book of the year last year, um, comes out in trade, I think, first week of February. um, And a comic store in London called Gosh Comics um, has required 200 book plate editions. um, So each copy is a regular trade. Uh, but it comes with a book plate, you know, one of those little kind of certificates that say this book belongs to. You. Um, and it's a book plate designed by a uh, bar and moon, and it's also signed by them and numbered. Um, so they're limited to just um, 200 copies, but they're selling them at uh, retail. They're selling them at, for us anyway in the UK, 14 Um 99 so I have I've reserved one, and uh, they're really cool. You don't have to pay for it straight away. You can literally just pay for it on the day that it, it comes out um, and get it shipped to you. I have no idea about shipping costs, but I thought it was um, noteworthy. So, if you are interested in getting a bookplate-signed copy of um, Day Tripper. Uh, then go to goshlondon.blogspot.com and there's um, a link there um, and then email them at info at and just ask them what's involved with reserving one and they will correspond with you. Um, I phoned them this morning. They sound like really cool people um, and um, took my reservation. No problem at all. So there you go. Um, if you think that sounds cool, then do that. Okay, guys. Bye. Favourite colorist.
0: Uh,
1: you're
0: up i think i'm up oh yeah this is easy for me the uh man who did superlative work in both criminal and incognito uh, uh among others uh the guy has a smart scientific approach to uh picking his color and and laying it down val staples uh i don't think there's anybody near him
5: you are easy all you gotta do is give me some cookies yeah <laughs> <That's true. laughs> with
0: the big old chocolate chips <laughs> i'll
5: all speak right, for Chris. Characteristic- oh you're back oh right. yeah okay what are we doing Favorite colorist.
2: Favorite colorist. Oh, Dave Stewart. He's awesome.
1: There you go. I love Where the brevity. What's,
5: what's, what's your CV, Mr. Stewart? I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm awesome. <laughs>
3: Let's leave it at that. There <laughs> you go. <laughs>
5: this is awesome. Matt Wilson was my pick.
0: Oh, yeah. He's good. Yeah. Uh,
3: and I went with a, a, a new vote for me, Betty Brightweiser. Nice. Uh, she uh, does Hulk and Cap, and she did Atlas and girl comics, and she has a really natural palette. So yeah. uh, I've been digging her stuff. Uh, the audience agreed with Chris. Um, it seems like people have only ever heard of Dave Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh,
2: awesome. He is awesome, but he got thirty-six percent of the vote. Uh, Laura already. like, oh boy, his- you get used to awesome, and it's it just yeah. sometimes it just is.
0: He's True. not as good as he was in the rhythmic style.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, but It's not to without the, Annie
3: Linux I know. <laughs> True. To the audience's credit, 34 different colorists got at least a vote, which is <laughs> damn impressive. Uh, but Laura, Alred and Val uh, were the runners-up.
0: So. Yeah. Ooh, David. How appropriate that you should get this category?
5: This is my category? Favorite inker. Yeah, I went with Mark Farmer. Suck
0: a duck. Suck a duck. <laughs>
5: yeah, you know it. I said, "Suck a duck," not "suck
0: a dick." I didn't say "dick."
5: Oh, I thought you said I no, that would a duck. be foul. I'm not foul. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't do that. We don't cotton that shit on the show.
0: We don't cotton to that. Mark Farmer, yep, makes Alan Davis that chump look good.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, uh, I just piggyback out was my vote as well. Um, Farmer, obviously, he's longtime partner of Davis, and he also uh, inked uh, Ed McGinness on the Hulk this year. which Yeah. I think badass. Okay. Very different styles, so. Yeah
0: well david's panties are about to be bunched because i went with a guy who's marks uh i love i, I think uh, and it's a, oddly enough it's a man who is known for his penciling ability uh somewhat for his writing ability um probably the best known for his toy making ability and I went oh, with no, you Todd didn't. McFarlane. <laughs> I think <laughs> wow. I, I, I think Todd McFarlane oh, oh, is a killer shit. artist. Uh, uh inker. Oh. Uh, no really. Uh look at the work he did in on over um uh Capullo in in uh Haunt. Haunt. McFarlane's inks are just impeccable. The guy's really good. Alright cool. Cool. Um David? nothing
5: no you're right no he is good i was i it was one of the highlights of uh of me getting through the first couple issues of haunt
0: Uh, takes me up brings me down i'm agreeing with you
2: (laughs) hard category for me because i think it's one that um is is becoming less and less of a, a a specialization in comics you're seeing more people um Work digitally on on laying stuff out, and then go to a uh, straight to inks and and unfortunately, I think that's uh, a big part of the future is is consolidating jobs and it's um you know this guy who got my uh, my vote kind of uh, woke me up and kind of taught me about the third person in the room and we've talked about it on the show before yep. of whenever you get uh, a penciler and an inker together and you take both of their both both of their skills and kind of their soul and you pour it into a page and it creates this third this third imaginary artist and Christian Alame really kind of woke me up to that and I still think that that Christian and Doug Doug Mankey make the third person in the room and um that that's why he gets my vote even though there's so many underrated anchors out there yeah it's
3: true uh 43 different anchors got at least a vote, which i got to tip our cap to our our listenership because that's a lot of anchors. Uh, There was a three-way tie uh, with 9% each, and that was uh, Chris Somney, Mm -hmm. Christian Alame, and Mark Farmer. So (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: boy. Favorite penciler. This is a tough one. Who's up? I think it would be Wood. Uh, Yeah. Would it be? Yeah, because David just went. Anchor, uh, David. Okay.
3: Uh, well, I picked two, and I think I'll justify that by, because if these two guys combine, they could put out a monthly book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's uh, Jim Chung, who just makes me almost uh, physically excited when I look at his pages. I I can't uh, deal with my life. So, uh, And then my all-time favorite, uh, Alan Davis, who's back in the game doing Avengers Prime and, and FF cover. So, between the two of them I was getting, you know, probably once a month one or the two guys stuff and it just uh that it, it's just the stuff that lights my fire. So I uh as long as they're working in comics they'll they'll be always be up there in my, my votes for this category.
2: And eventually you'll get yourself a Jimmy Chunk sketch. It'll happen Eventually. Dude. Eventually it'll happen. Yeah.
0: It'll happen. Okay, in an effort to speed this up a little bit, I'm gonna say if you wanna hear why I chose this man, listen to last episode, my favorite penciler, Mark Buckingham. Mm. Love it. Yeah.
2: You're the man, okay, David. Yeah. Chris. Oh, it's no. me. Um, no. Chris, sorry. Um, Wood said pretty much everything I have to say about this guy. Um, he's uh, a great person and, and maybe even a, a greater a greater artist. And that's Gabriel Hardman. Yeah. Great storyteller. so a lot of soul in his work, and uh, just really enjoy enjoy looking at everything that he puts on the page because I know there's a lot of thought behind it it's yeah. uh it's great stuff
0: now, i like a pretentious he, though isn't he, <laughs> he,
2: has moments. he i like you can drink vodka like a son of a bitch though
5: <laughs> I, I, I like how chris picks gabe for his penciler even though gabe inks his own work but i know giving everybody crap for Francis. Exactly. He, but he has to pencil it before he inks it it's true. my yeah penciler but. is is uh is mr mahmoud asrar
0: nice. oh yes very nice
4: mahmoud in his. The
0: hizzy. In the his it? You don't want to elucidate? You want to Oh it? my god. Well we we we've talked about him
5: actually last week with the sketches, but yeah. uh no it talented beyond belief. I mean when you were flipping through his portfolio at, at New York convention in October, I mean just the detail he puts in the pages and I mean he did the Power Man, he did the uh the Adam one shot, which I thought looked great. Um I can't wait to see he's he's teasing with uh on, on he Twitter Siege of Avengers. With, uh, yeah i there's there's just these nowhere to go but up and it's just it it just keeps getting better each each time I get a new issue from him
4: agreed
2: hope yep. all right our last category of we're the gonna night. see him at c two e two very excited yes,
3: true yes. Vince you lead us off maybe the last one favorite writer wow
0: no brainer I'm not going to explain why if you don't know why I picked this guy you' obviously have never no, no, have never read his work. Alan Moore, shut up. <laughs> if, you <don't, laughs> if you don't get it, up, don't, I'm not going to yeah. explain it to
2: you. I love it. I love it. Oh, but awesome. by the way,
3: sorry, we forgot to say who the audience voted for uh, on that last one. Oh. Uh, it, it just uh, it was a tie between Gabe. And Francis Manipole, with
0: eight uh, percent each. Wow. So okay. boggled yeah. with this Manipole stuff. <laughs> wow! Really? <laughs> I like I his like work, Francis but I, yeah, I, yeah, I I I, <laughs> I don't know.
2: Seen him on like Beast, beast Legends? <laughs> uh, I
0: I've I followed his work for a while. I mean, he was yeah. I I, I uh, think he's I think he's very competent. He's very his good. His stuff
2: is really nice.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: Alright, back back
3: to the writer, sorry.
0: He draws a really nice flash. He does. He did he yeah. did great work on Legion, but I don't know. Yeah. I just yeah, okay. Sorry. I don't want to be a dominant. What you got, Chris? Uh
2: wait, favorite writer? Writer, yeah. yeah. Um the guy continues to to spin some really fun tales and uh uh from action comics to uh Doctor Who. Um that's Mr. Paul Cornell.
1: Ooh.
2: It was a good well, year. Surprising. for Surprising, yeah. Good year for him. It's, no, I like uh, Cornell. Hey, you know he's got he's got a Superman book that doesn't have Superman in it, and it's my favorite DC book.
0: And it, it, it is a DC that. book.
2: Why? Because it's it's really good comics, and you have to be a good writer to do that. He's he's made he's made something that I didn't think was possible. Possible.
4: Yep.
5: I think I read just about everything this man wrote in the past year, and it's all been great stuff. My vote goes to Jeff Parker. It's a good pick.
0: Yeah, that is a good pick.
3: Respect. And uh, my vote went to Mr. Rick Remender. Uh, I think he had a great year. Fear Agent, love it. Last Days of American Crime, amazing. Yes. Franken Castle, badass. Uncanny X-Force, Badass, and all of them very different, different tones, different genres, and he, he killed it with all of them. So.
2: Yeah. I, I think Rick, Rick really came into his own this year. Yeah.
0: What did the forum say?
2: Uh, not surprising.
3: Uh, they voted for Mr. Grant Morrison by a pretty wide margin. A lot uh, of Batman books out there. 17% uh, voted for Morrison, followed up by Jason Aaron and Rick Remender. But uh, Morrison was the big winner there. Uh, a lot of other people got just a couple of votes each, but Morrison took home a chunk of votes. Mm-hmm. So
2: my my preview for uh, uh, the eleven o'clockers, uh, two thousand twelve, uh, which we we'll be talking about two thousand eleven books. I think Fred Van Lenny makes a big move this year. Yep.
5: Yeah. yeah. Up,
2: up the up the up the popularity charts out there. I think he's going to have a big year at Marvel. Yeah.
0: They'll never hear that episode though because it'll it's scheduled for twenty thirteen, right?
5: <laughs> no, no scheduled for 2012. Oh no, that's right. Yeah. Oh, All right.
0: So you, your ah, fuck it. You just keep moving on. Go go go. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't mind it, me.
2: <laughs> you and your fucking Mayan calendar. They just got tired of counting. Vince. Nah, that's, it's gonna happen, the man. It's gonna they happen. just got tired of counting.
0: Yeah. They just stopped counting. You know what? They just we're done. got
2: tired of counting. That was it. That's the only reason And they stopped.
0: And I, and I would guess that the listener has become tired of listening at this point. They were so and,
2: good at telling the future, then
0: where are they? They're on another planet. We would like to thank our sponsor, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, for sponsoring this mess. Uh, you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at huge Wumba discounts, 35 to 75% off selected items every month. Packed well, shipped quick, they are the best. DCBService.com. dot com. In your travels, I got nothing. I yeah, I, I, know. I, I got nothing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know where I am at this point. Read some uh, comics. Yeah, yeah read, read go out and some read some comics. Yeah. And, and yeah. Kiss your mama. Yep. Anything this is like,
2: any anything anything that we that we just went on and on about tonight go and it if you missed it It and put that put that in your uh new to me category for next year
0: yes excellent i like that but i i do have to and i think i i I echo uh the sentiments of the other two guys here i thank jason for all his efforts in putting this together Uh, he does a slam bang job every year and it breaks my heart that he had so much audio troubles this episode because he's the boss and he's you know the the, the uh, Skype gods should have been kind to him, and unfortunately they were not. But don't hold I'm that against him. To sleep. Don't Yeah, don't hold that against him because he did a great job.
2: The, yeah, the 11 o'clockers, I think pretty much his idea from the beginning would not happen with him or happen without him each year. Yeah, we wouldn't
0: do this. <laughs> no, I, no no, no way. Spreadsheet, <laughs> the, that's what I sleep on world. at night. How much like
1: Ricky <laughs> yeah.
2: Jervis. Fuck everybody.
0: That's he, right.
2: he, he made like a Google Doc and shit.
0: F the Skype. All right, oh, people. Thank you for being with us. Uh, we hope you'll join us again next week. Don't hold this one will. against us. And uh, give Jason a hug on the forum because he he needs it right now. <laughs> yeah. Jesus.
4: <laughs> uh,
2: Vince, Vince is checked out.
4: <laughs> no, it's really it's like it's so much pressure. <laughs>
0: chasing you all right buddy live (laughs) it